Welcome to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. We're about to puke. Where Karina just panics about everything, apparently. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so excited to like sit and just like talk to Tori again. Like it's been a while since we've actually gotten to like just like I know like I talk to her and you guys all talk to her and stuff, but like to sit down and talk to her on the podcast. Cause wasn't that did we do it in our first in 2021 or was she in 2022? I think she was 2022, no, right? She was 2021, right before 2020. She was right at the end. She was right? like in November or some shit like that. Yeah. So it's been a minute. It's been like a year and a half since we yeah. had her on here. I'm really freaking stoked. It was like two, two and a half months after we had Devin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know it wasn't too long after because that was part of what I used to get Tori to like say yes to us. And so I was like, we talked to Devin. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys are friends. Oh, man. Yeah. So. I'm excited. I believe the term is ride or dies. Ride or dies. Yes. Well, at that point, they weren't ride or dies, though. At that point, no. they were barely becoming friends at the end of they 47. Were, <laughs> they were transitioning the out of frenemies. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Dave and a duck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. when the duck started. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. It was a it was a MTV challenge thing. They would do the after shows with Devin. Mm -hmm. uh, D-E-V-Y-N different Devin just you know yeah. acknowledgement uh, but yeah he told us the story about how he went to that thrift store and got her the porcelain duck well it wasn't even like a thrift it was store a garage it was sale sort of thing it was or yeah like, like a, a street sale yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah like some lady just selling shit like out of a parking lot and Originally, Tori wanted the deer, but Devin couldn't carry the deer because like, he said it was like heavy. <laughs> he was like, I think it was made out of Thor's axe material or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, my god, Devin. And he wasn't about to CT it with the swan sort of thing. No. So. No. no. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to have Tori back on and just catch up with her. She's a champ now. She's, you know, a lot of things have changed in her life since the last time we talked to her. She's vegan now. You know, she's been on this like no alcohol trip. She's a champ now. She's on Worlds as a legend. What? And can we just uh, uh, we're recording this on March 10th. So the two the first two episodes of Worlds just premiered on Paramount Plus and fucking phenomenal. I just oh want to say that. Like, I know oh, you yeah. guys have probably already heard us say this because by the time this comes out, our recap of those two episodes will already be out. But again, just reiterating that this is probably one of the best premieres that i personally have seen in quite a few seasons oh yeah it's phenomenal so i'm really excited oh my I, gosh i wish we like it's kind of weird because like i really wanted to talk to her about 38 but then like now that i'm seeing worlds i'm like dang i kind of wish we had waited a little bit so we could talk to her about worlds too but <laughs> Just an excuse to have her on again in the next, you know, nine yeah. to 12 months. <laughs> Whenever filming for all the shows in. It's been will, crazy. Yeah, I will tell you a very non-show related thing. There's like a formula shortage for like infant formula right now. And I think just in Canada, but I don't know if it spreads into the States. So like we are out and a friend of oh. mine just messaged me great friends with not the greatest timing. She just messaged me. She's about 45 minutes away and she found a place that has three. Mm. So she just texted me. She's like, you need this. Right. And I was like, yeah, tell me the amount that it is and I will send it to you. And <laughs> I was like, of course, this is like two minutes to when Tori's jumping on <laughs> and I'm trying to get this all sorted. Mm -hmm. Right. Tell her, give me an hour and 30 minutes and then I will be leaving the house. Right. It, oh we'll gosh. be done by then. Oh my gosh. Then no, she's she's going to drop it off for me. 
that's by all. Time, it, that's uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, by the time she gets there, we'll be wrapping up. Right? Exactly. So, be perfect timing. Yeah. Fucking, uh, fucking formula shortage. What, what is this world coming to? I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, it's Fuck. the weirdest thing. Like, first toilet paper, now yeah. formula. We have trucks sitting out in the harbor right now, and they are ships, but they Here can't get in. Do you want do you want the mic or do you prefer not? This is perfect. perfect. Honestly, it's cool. perfect. It makes Whoa. editing cool. so much easier. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So Tori, our team's grown a little bit since the last time you were on. So I want to introduce you to, of course, you know me and Karina and Josh, mm-hmm. but Tony has joined us since uh, you were last on. He welcome, is our, Tony. He's Tony. our international member from Canada. Oh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Big fan of Canada. Big fan <laughs> of maple syrup. oh my gosh we're gonna send you the maple syrup i said it i sent it to you we talked about this before we talked about this she said she was gonna be standing outside the movie premiere selling (laughs) like a lemonade stand yes it's the best crossover (laughs) it's amazing yeah oh my god has to happen yeah well good thanks welcome to the team thanks for having me guys oh thank you so much thanks for hopping on yeah we know you're busy so it's awesome thank you so much a girl is busy a girl is busy dude but no it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys and like you like the support you guys have given me on social media through everything like to know that there's people creating spaces to support me like how could i not you know continue to work with you guys in any capacity so thank you really oh yeah she's gonna make me cry again This won't be the first time this episode, Josh. You're going to cry. <laughs> so um, I want to give you a little bit about what's what I'm going to try to do here in a second. And I'm going to try mm-hmm. to knock it out in one take because I know time's really short. And if I fuck it up, I fuck it up. It's going to happen. Um, but Devin was on. I tried to give him the best intro possible because I was like, I'm not letting bananas outdo us. Not yeah, I love that. Happen. So I tried to write you an intro. I didn't want to copy it, but I... I try to do my research. <laughs> so we're going to try to knock this out right now. <laughs> okay. You got it. Right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us at the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Um, we've got a very special episode of Challengers Unplugged where we've got none other than AYTO cast member from season four and five host of two wildly successful podcasts, Tori Dealing With, and the official challenge <laughs> podcast, the successful author of Bumblebee and Koala Pair's Search for Syrup, seven season veteran of the challenge. She has 24 daily wins, eight eliminations with five wins of those, with four final appearances, and one win now, your current female champion of the challenge, 38, ride or dies, Dave and Dave, <laughs> also known as Potato Dave. <laughs> And of course, we can't forget Cat Mom to me. So, Tori Deal. Yes. I can get up and start twerking. That was incredible. Oh my God. I'm fucking ready. Like, we're going to put on Rihanna behind that the whole time. Right? It's going to go. Oh, I love that. I love Rihanna. I love that. That's Um, so awesome. I want to say, oh, thank you so much for joining us. And I want to apologize. I tried to get the turtleneck and blazer going again. (laughs) Yeah. He did. He was in the bedroom. He's like trying to make it work. I'm like, it doesn't work. 
work. Damn no. Right. I'm going to end up missing 10 minutes of the interview trying to take that shit off. Like, Let's just not do that. Yeah. yeah. But I think you look great. You know, I think everybody dressed to the par for this interview. Like, it's more of a relaxed vibe, you know? Yeah. Nobody's interviewing the job. If it makes you feel better, Rick, my son Malcolm, like, came up and gave me a hug right before I went downstairs. And I noticed, like, on the camera while I was waiting to join the Zoom that he's got snot, like, right oh, here. Good. Nice. That's the life, bro. Dad life, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, Tori, it's been a little bit over a year since we talked to you last, but of course, a lot has changed in that last year. And I felt like we took a lot of the last episode or last time you were on to kind of build everybody up to where you were at season 38 or seven. 37, yeah. 37. But like I said, lots happened. And one thing I kind of wanted to jump into was not challenge related. And if you're open to talking about this, is your trip to Peru. Oh, actually, it was Ecuador. Yeah, we Ecuador. could talk about Alaska. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. So I wanted to hear about that experience. I mean, it's not every day that somebody just leaves the States, flies mm-hmm. to South America into the middle of the jungle. Yeah. And has a transforming yeah. experience in the jungle nonetheless. And then yeah. comes back and tries to reevaluate society. Because for everything I've heard from ayahuasca, it gives you a, a different view on your life and how you view scenes. Absolutely. It's such an incredible experience. And I love that you guys want to talk about it because I'm so passionate about it. I really am. And um, it's so funny how I called it into existence. Like when I was filming season 38, when we were there filming, um, I I was getting close to the end and like the final was right around the corner. And I just kept saying out loud, I'm like, you know what? Like if I win, I'm going to do ayahuasca. I'm going to do it. And I just kept saying it out loud and out loud. Sure enough, obviously Devin and I won. And I was too tired after the final. You know, it was 100 hours. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I got to go to bed, bro. I got to go home and see my cat. Like, I can't stay out here and then do a psych- like a trippy experience. I can't do no. that. Yeah. So I flew back home two days after landing back home. My friend Brendan Durrell, who is yeah. actually on Netflix, Too Hot to Handle. He's the yes. men's coach. Yeah. So he's one of my friends through social media. And he messaged me and he was like, hey, you know, I'm going on this ayahuasca experience. I'm leading it. It's not like anything like um, it's not like a, an official retreat, but I'm bringing like people that I feel like are like minded to come with me if you want to follow me into the Amazon. And I was like, whoa, like, yeah. two wow. days after I had gotten home and I was just saying, if I win, I'm going to go do it. So wow. at this point, it felt like it was like inviting me. I'm like, OK, like I can't say no. Like, fate. Yeah, fate. yeah, I had to go. So it was a pretty, you know, a little scary experience. Most of the time when we travel for the challenge, we are surrounded by production. We are always, there's so many people around us, like security teams. We can't leave. We can't walk in public. We'll get fined if we do that stuff for our security, for sure. You know, absolutely. I totally understand why, but it's like now, okay, I'm traveling into another country and I don't have this like comfort that I had when I travel with the challenge because there's no one there to like really be my bodyguard yeah right and uh so we go there and i got lucky to stay with the sapata community it's an indigenous community in the amazon they've been living there for thousands of years and they work with plant medicine on all of the people in their community and so basically you go there for the first three days you get cleansed you do tobacco cleansing you do river cleansing in the amazon river <laughs> like there wow. would be times when they would be like okay you guys got to get out right now because like there's a snake up there we're like yeah like there's the moments there where i was like oh my gosh like we are really out here like we're yeah. out here there's no cell phone service but 
you know, you really, really get like you can appreciate everything when you're there. It was such a eye opening experience, even without taking ayahuasca in the beginning, because the first three days you're not doing that. You're getting used to the land, you're understanding their culture, you're being integrated into their world and cleansed of what you brought in. And then on the third day, it was like, okay, it's time to do it. And then, you know, your heart starts racing and you're like, okay, like this is what I I came here for. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're sitting in a circle of like 20 people and I'm the second girl to drink the cup, the medicine. And they say it takes about 45 minutes for it to kick in. And we're surrounded by the shamans and they're creating music out of these beautiful leaves and they're singing and they're singing songs that are helping to activate different levels of your experience. So I'm sitting there just drank it. It's like a really bitter coffee. (laughs) Like it doesn't taste great. And they tell you, you can't throw it up and you can't wash it down with anything. So you're sitting there looking next to me and like the girl next to me starts throwing up. I'm like, Oh my God, it's coming. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's about to hit me hard, dude. And so I just start talking to myself and I'm like, you know what, Tori, like, I'm not going to let this experience be negative. Even if I'm afraid of whatever comes up, I got your back. You've been through a lot. You can handle it. I'm not going to, I'm going to have your back. And I talked to myself like that for like 15 minutes, like 20 minutes. I was nonstop just talking like self-love to myself. Yeah. And then the girl next to me, actually my best friend, Kristen, who did it with me, she yes. starts throwing yeah. up. So now it skipped me. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, I got away with it. I'm not going to purge, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> and then my experience started immediately after that. And it's very much like a dream but a very conscious dream, your body feels like there's something living within it and you are incredibly sober. And Mm. so you can not necessarily manipulate the visions, but you can definitely, you're not like lost in them. I didn't, I didn't, my experience, I didn't feel lost in it. I felt like I could, I was working through the things that were coming up. And so it was profound. Like it really was, I got to see, well, I'll give you like, I really haven't talked about it too, too much, but I'll give you a little bit. All right, yeah, all right. just because I'm it feels it feels right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> when we were so the the shaman like leads us up, leads me up, walks into my my vision, leads me up these like temple stairs, takes me to this hallway in the sky, and I'm looking forward and I'm looking backwards. And this hallway is beautiful. It's like red carpeted, gold oh. walls, like beautiful, luscious doorknobs. Like it was just like wow. it was it was like I was in this most royal place ever. And so I open the next door in front of me and I see like, I guess what I thought would be like a moment that could have happened in my future. And so I saw myself doing something that like I was really proud of. And like, I was like, wow, like I can, I can do this. I can access this door. I can open this. Yeah. And then like even being in that space, in that room, then I started to celebrate the challenge. Like I hadn't really up to that point celebrated winning. And I just was sitting there smiling and I was like, wow, like I had, like, I'm so proud of you. Like you wanted this for so long and you fought for it and you've been through like a lot and you finally did it, dude. And so I really got to have that moment with myself celebrating. And then sure enough, I was like, wow, this has got to be too good to be true. You know, (laughs) (laughs) what's going on? I hear horror stories about ayahuasca. Where's it going? You know, and then I got pulled back to an earlier room where I sat with like a younger version of myself sitting on top of a shed, looking out at like a field, knowing that like that was when like my depression really kicked in. Like that's when my loneliness really kicked in from a very, very young age. And I just like held myself and cried. I went from sitting there like smiling, like 
Brennan was walking around, said for the first 45 minutes, you were smiling. You were the only one with yeah. a smile on your face. And then 45 minutes after that, I'm sitting there, I'm bawling my eyes out and I'm just holding myself, like literally sitting up, holding myself. And so it was, it was both, right? Like I got to see a clip of what, what was incredible and I got to celebrate myself. And then at the same time, it was like, wait, we need to take you back to this, this place first. And that was like the very profound beginning of it. And this whole experience lasts seven hours. So there's a lot of things that get wow. threaded in between what happens. But that was like the that was the kickoff to the journey. So let me wow. say it like that. Wow. Yeah, it that was, was wild. Intro. It was the intro. And um, so then after that, like, even though I hadn't purged in the beginning, eventually I got to a place with everything. Ayahuasca was like, it's time. Mm, and yeah. I purged hard. Whoa. I was the last person to throw up. I threw up for an hour and it was. In t- I was throwing up things that were like deep inside my body. Oh, I felt like, yeah. like, and I could recall everything I was throwing up. I'm like, I'm throwing up this person. I'm throwing up this moment. I'm throwing up yes. this mistake. I'm throwing it up. Like I knew what I was throwing up. So totally, it was wild. Wow. Um, but yeah, now like obviously my life, I do think it is a life changing experience. But I think yeah. if, if you have to treat your life, you have to reintegrate all of the things you learned and, and keep it alive in you because like any experience now it feels like a dream in a way. I almost right. have a hard, I, I'm not living it in anymore. So yeah, I definitely think the work you, it still requires so much work. I still go to my life coach. You know, I still have Absolutely. my support team. I still have Good. like my mindfulness calls that I attend. So it's like, it's, it's not the whole piece. It's just right. a piece of a big a fucking puzzle. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and, One and, step wow. in the journey. That's, yeah. that's awesome. And, uh, I've never done ayahuasca or no. anything close to it, but <laughs> I've had an experience similar, but not the same. And I, I get was how it mushrooms. Of course it was. Of course it was. And it was in the woods. Mushrooms are great. Story with the real questions. Yeah, it was in the woods in Lake Tahoe. And I remember I was like in my mid twenties and I just kind of thought about my life and what mm-hmm. I was doing. And I yeah. kind of viewed it from, I hate to say it like this. It's almost like, Probably for me, it was a different perspective, but from the experience you had in ayahuasca and being in South America with that culture shock, it's probably looking at it from a different dimension mm, is how I yeah. would think about it, you know, and it's just a much more intense and ingrained feeling is what I've heard. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it totally takes you out of like, you, like you're saying culture shock in a way it takes you out of your past story. It brings you into a new way of thinking and you're yes. surrounded by people that have lived this way for thousands of years. We yeah. can't even relate to that. We wake no. up, we have our Fitbits on our wrist or our Apple watch and like a mic in front of us. We're doing podcasts. We can't even relate to being so close no. with nature that when you're walking around the Amazon rainforest, that's home of like however many species you can identify a single root that is ayahuasca like that is yes. a different that's insane. it's a different life it's yeah. a different life it, yeah. you know it just i mean the experience of living by the sun instead yeah. of living by you know technology right that mm-hmm. alone i mean yeah. so yeah. oh my it's, god that's that's so cool. i have goosebumps that's so uh, cool that's yeah. so cool thank you for sharing now, that's awesome i know i don't want to make too light of the moment but i was thinking while you were telling me this and you were like the last person are you about I was to like, say what i thought what i, I was like the fucking challenge paid off <laughs> 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 looking over the one person puking looking at the other one being like i got this i got it i've trained (laughs) yeah Yeah. no yeah i was i was cool and you know what this is a really bad i don't i'm gonna say it but like thankfully all my years of drinking alcohol and being hung over like i have experienced days where i've thrown up the whole day so like 
I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm, I wasn't like scared for my life. Yeah, I was like, okay, you're I was conditioned, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but now I don't drink at all for the record. I literally yes. like don't yeah. drink at all. So it's, yeah, it's changed me for sure. And I, that's something I wanted to bring up too, because, yep. um, I don't talk about it or anything because I don't know. I feel like when people ask you like, Oh, do you want a beer? And you're like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Like mm. it's kind of more of like people get weirded out by it, especially in yeah. where we're at. But yeah, um, especially where we're at. <laughs> it, how has that experience been for you? Like stepping away from drinking, especially because you're leading. It's easier for us. We stay at home with kids. Yeah. You know, we're not going out to the club and stuff like that. But we see you go out to bars and hang out and stuff like that. I do. And yeah. you've actually talked about it and said, I've been out since two in the morning. I haven't had a single drink and it's yeah, been like, the time incredible. of my life. You know, Thank like you. I've had a great time. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so how's that been for you? It's been really interesting. Like uh, I was really, really, really afraid to give it up really mm-hmm. afraid because I know exactly what you're saying. Like, I don't, one thing about me is I don't like to kill the vibe in a room. And yeah. when you say no to something, it does kind of feel like, okay, like she's not being cool today. Like she's not. Mm-hmm. So I had to like figure that out, but like, I'm very thankful that I've really done this. Like I've started this path with people that don't give a shit about that anyway. Like yeah. I, I've, I, my close friends are good enough close friends where even if they're drinking, they're like, so proud of me for not drinking yeah like it's amazing the support like so i i really i'm really thankful for the people that i'm around because they help me but if i want to leave like a club like if i'm there and i'm like okay like i've hit my point then i go home and then i sleep and i'm just starting to like value the time that i have being sober more than i than i am like being like okay i'm gonna go party and forget about you know life for a little bit wake up the next morning lose an entire day like i hate that feeling Like I want to wake up with my cat, you know, like she wakes Mm -hmm. me up at 7 a.m. every morning to go outside. Like I can't miss that. Yeah, exactly. We gotta go look at birds. (laughs) (laughs) No, exactly. I I love that, honestly. And like, I think I'm pretty sure I I commented it, but it kind of goes back to that idea of like, if you're in the right company and you're around the right people, you won't even notice that you're not drinking. Like you'll have just as much fun as if you were like wasted. If yeah, you're with the right people, even if you're sober, you know, so I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Music helps. Like, yes. I just yes. love to dance. So, like, that's been the thing for me now. It's like I'm getting in my step. I'm like, I don't have to talk. I don't have to worry about killing the vibe. I can actually look like I'm drunk because I'm probably dancing like Wednesday Adams right now, like, <laughs> like a psycho. And I don't care, you know, yes. so I'm kind of channeling that more now and just focusing on like, all right, well, if I feel awkward talking, which actually I've realized I do feel like I have a little social anxiety. And I think most people do like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because you're just trying to calculate so much when you're out with people. So instead of talking, I'm just like, okay, actually I'm just not going to talk right now. And I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do me. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, So really quick, since we were just talking about me, so, and it reminded me, I, I, I put up a post in the, in the Tory deal fan group and I pretty much just kind of let them, go off with some questions that they had for you. And Mm. one of them uh, was actually about Miso. And she was wondering if there's any hope for a a sibling for Miso in the future, or if Miso is just going to kind of be like a, 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 you know, an only cat child forever. I know. (laughs) You know, I think about that because she is a bitch. Like I really, (laughs) I really made her such an asshole. And I'm so happy I have her before I had a kid because there's no way I would want my kid to walk around the world like that. Like she is way too spoiled. 
So oh I gosh. think about it like adding adding to the family, but right now I'm just like when the time is right, if the opportunity presents itself, it will. I do have like six stray cats that live outside my house and I feed them <laughs> every day. And so I'm trying to get Miso to like be friends with them. So that takes up a lot of my morning. But oh my gosh. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. like I, I would love to. It's the goal. But even if I can't get another cat, like I definitely have realized that in the future, I want to be using my like powers, my powers. <laughs> I want to be using my platform or whatever I can do to like help animals more and like stray yeah. cats and so something something to explore even if I can't physically get another one because Miso is an asshole then I will <laughs> still be helping straight <laughs> I love it I love that no, as, as a cat owner I can agree yeah. they're all assholes, they're all assholes. <laughs> assholes. <laughs> yeah. um, but they teach you to love independently is what I kind of like to think is yeah. it's always on their terms but that's fine yes yeah. <laughs> it, is. it definitely so is <laughs> very distinct personalities we have three rescues and oh. Jenga is the smallest one and may end up on the back of my chair at some point. <laughs> but two of our cats are the runts of their respective litters. And then Moose is absolutely not the runt of his litter. And if so, then his litter is like a mountain lion. Um, <laughs> but Mozzie is the diva of the crew and mm. she was the first one to the party. So it's very much like her domain and everybody else is just visiting. Isn't it wild? Like they're <laughs> territorial for oh, sure. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But they're worth it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Love them. The dogs too. Dogs, cats, mm-hmm. all of them. All, all of the them. babies. All the babies. <laughs> all of them. So I, again, I know that we're kind of you know we're kind of uh, short on time today. I really want to talk about obviously about your win. First of yes. all, congratulations on yes. your first win. Like that is so Thank awesome. You. Thank you so much. I, I'm curious because when we had last talked to you, it was right before your elimination with Amanda. And I remember you were like, oh, you guys are going to love this. And we yeah. loved it, by the way. <laughs> We've made memes about it. We love yeah, it so much. <laughs> They're so good. They really, they really hype me up. They got me believing. I like it. Was it Dragon Ball Z? Is that what yes. that was? Yes. yes. <laughs> I think I think about that when I'm on the treadmill. Sometimes I'm like, I am Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> I will find that clip and send it to you. By the way, just so for reference. Yeah, I should probably see that. And then with yeah. the repost. <laughs> Uh, so you know and obviously you you made it through the final and you know lost by minutes Um, and then so to go from that which I'm sure was just absolutely just like devastating to be that close right because it's one thing to lose but then to lose by literal like minutes and it's right there in your grasp like Mm. that's just so was there anything that you decided to change about your game coming into 38 from 37 you know I guess a lot changed in between both seasons. Like I definitely spiraled really bad after that loss. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm not super proud of that. It has a lot to do with me being sober. Now, when I think about my time immediately after that, we were in Ibiza and I was not okay. Like I, I just hit a point where I was like, wow, like this is, this is beating me up so bad. So that kind of put me on the path of like, okay, I'm either going down or I got to climb back up. And then I, that's when I went on antidepressants. Mm -hmm. So going into this next season, I had just fortified my mental health so much because I saw how bad it plummeted that I went into it totally unattached from the outcome because I had to be, because if I went into it and with that same, like I need to win and that happened again, I would have who like, who knows how bad I would have spiraled. So I like 
you know, got, I had my, my team with me. And when I say my team, it's like my life coach and my family, my support system, like they all know exactly what I'm going through in my mind. I'm very vocal with my, my inner circle about my, my emotions. So they, they really started me going into the next season. And then thankfully I was partners with Dave and yeah. <laughs> his mentality going into it and me working with him. Like there's really nobody else that I click better with because we both respect each other so much and he is so talented. I can look at him and truly trust that whatever he brings to the table is going to be the best that we could have done because there's no way I was going to be better than him in certain areas. Right. So just knowing that, that I was going to have him on my side and yeah. that we were going into it and going to treat it more of like, a, okay, whatever happens, happens. Like that was easier to move throughout the, the competition. And, right. but I, yeah. I have to chalk a lot of it up to fate in a way because I just, you can only do so much on the challenge. You can only put in so much effort. You can only go home and do so many puzzles, so much math, so much running. You can only do so much. And then when you're in there, the game changes. You don't know who's going to be in power, who maybe is going to get a bad vibe from you and vote you into elimination. You don't know. Yeah. So I just think that like there, it was a mix of it being like, okay, you know, you have a good support team. You're at a, you're at a better spot mentally. You're unattached to the outcome. And then there's something bigger than you that's allowing you to like, get as far as you're going now and I, the beaver tail it was the beaver tail. right it, it was, was yes. which makes no sense by the way we love it though it, was it awesome. would be like this but that's it's that's the cool. best thing ever though <laughs> <laughs> it's no sense you know what i realized after talking to Devin is just fucking roll with it let's yeah. go yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 it doesn't have to make sense as long as it makes you guys happy yes. thank you yeah exactly i like that i, like that. <laughs> I feel that yeah. yeah and we don't make sense to a lot of people a lot of people think no. we're fucking annoying but what are we gonna do <laughs> For the record, no shade on anybody else on that cast. But when we did our draft, it didn't matter who got first pick. Whoever got first pick was, was getting Dave you and guys. Dave. Yeah. Oh, I just got lucky. Got first pick. She said Dave and Dave and everybody else in the chat just immediately said, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to respond anymore. I want to Josh was like... <laughs> one thing i absolutely wanted to ask because i just thought this was so interesting how 38 played out was mm. you say it's so random and the game changes depending on whose power and the way i looked at this game now looking back is the only way you guys go home is if some random occurrence, one of the rookie teams comes out and wins a daily and makes a big move. Like episode one? And fucking right. episode one, it happens to you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it feels like it was just like random, like rolls the dice and let's see which vet we're throwing in. You guys yeah, are hot. I was so yeah. mad. I was like, no, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah. So to go from that experience and lucky it's an elimination that, you know, Devin's going to thrive at. And mm -hmm. no shade to Kayla and Sam. Like, yeah. I'm sure mm -hmm. they were doing actually well at it but Devin's just yeah you guys work so well together yeah going from that experience of going in to then kind of laying low for the rest of the season until mm -hmm. about midway mm -hmm. and then stuff happens of course but then all of a sudden your guys name starts getting brought up and then you get to the end what was that journey like because it, it, it seems like it was very much not what you normally do in the season like yeah so it's interesting because like i was not intentionally throwing challenges and like mm. i am gonna be honest with you i love dave so much i don't think he was either i just think it's easier for him to say <laughs> that he was. for him to say that i was throwing it if he didn't win it like that's right. my yeah. experience with him so <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you we were fucking 
fucking trying. Like right. I was really trying. And if he wasn't, then he did not let me know. So I'll let him tell his side of the story. But I um <laughs> like I I guess you know it obviously came down to Jordan and Anissa. Like they had won a daily challenge. Mm-hmm. He we cut those deals. Well, he cut those deals with Jay and Michelle. And I did co-sign the first one, but like at a really pivotal time when they won back to back. So this is what I mean by like, it's luck. We didn't have to have that conversation with Jay and Michelle and be like, Hey, we're going to like work with you guys for three weeks. We didn't win anything. They won twice. Like they had to honor it. We didn't, you know? So it's like, that is the luck of it. And, and he does, Devin plays a really good political game in the sense that he does little things like that. I wouldn't even think to do that. My brain doesn't work like that. No, (laughs) It doesn't, you know? So that's why I really gave him the reins on the politics because I'm like, I'll lose my mind. I'm already dealing with Jordan. I'm trying to figure out this. Like, I can't think about it right now. My my the whole thing has to be keep myself centered. I need to be yeah. good to be able to compete. So like right. you do everything else. And like whatever happened worked. I wish I could give you like a blueprint of like, oh, this is exactly how to do it, but it was so <laughs> fluid and it barely worked. I just think of Bruce Lee, be water. Yeah. Yeah. Be water. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and, and while you bring it up, uh, your relationship with Jordan in, in 38 was obviously like a main story point. And it's got to be, I couldn't even imagine, like I've gone through bad breakups just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But to be put in a pressure cooker of trying to win a million dollars on top of having it televised. And this is the first time you've seen the person you were engaged to for a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously there's going to be some fireworks that happen. You know what I mean? It's, sure. it's just the way it is. Yeah. My question is really though, how did it feel to win and him be there to see you? Oh, good. So good. You know, yeah. and, and, and like in a very thankful way, but I've seen yeah. Jordan win so many times now. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen him win on Dirty 30. I saw him win on War of the Worlds too. Yeah. Like I've been there for his big moments and for him to be able to like, they brought him back to just be there for mine. Like that's fucking cool. So yeah, yeah it felt really good. And I think that like, he knew that that was something that I always not struggled with, but like, in our personal conversations, it would always be like, Jordan, you can play the game however you want because you're a champ, but I'm not yet. Like I'm yeah. not. And that's something I really want. We, we're not on the same level. So I, I need to get that for myself. And like, I think that it kind of created friction in some conversations because he wasn't, he he's, he's Jordan, you know? Yeah. yeah. He's going to play. Like, yeah. He's yeah. going to play however he wants to play. I'm still like trying to get on that level. So now that like I have got one under my belt, I'm still not Jordan level, but I have one under my belt. I got that cosign of like, hey, you can do it. Um, yeah. yeah. And he got to be there. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> when he came and picked you up, that was it for me. Yeah. Oh, I was like, just tears. I was like, that was great. <laughs> that moment right there was just awesome. And just to see the journey and have it end like that on that. Yeah. The season was just like, I'm done. I gotta turn it off now. I'm gonna cry. Oh. <laughs> dude, I'm surprised he picked me up, dude. I smelled so bad, like so bad, so bad. Like I'm not kidding. When I got in the shower after that, I've never seen a layer that thick of dirt on the shower yeah. floor before. Like because we had to go through that sand room. Right? Yeah. That yeah. took an hour and a half, and you don't even get to see that. And it gets in cracks. It was horrible. Yeah, and you guys burrowed through it. It's not yeah. like you fucking pulled Moved it all, all the out. sand out. Yeah, no, we couldn't. It would have taken yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you ever see Aladdin and Jasmine when like Jasmine's like, in the yeah. she's in the thing that is literally 
what I felt like. Like it brought up Jasmine trauma for me. Like I'm like, oh my god, Jafar is such a dick. I can't believe he would have put her in this fucking thing. Like, TJ with a twirly goatee. Yeah, like this is fucking shit, man. Oh my Who god, it? it's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, that is the greatest scene ever. I'm sorry, I literally didn't even make that connection, but that's hilarious. Yeah, it was immediate for me. I guess our new meme later. <laughs> yeah. uh, we catch a lot of shit because we don't really talk about the the high drama of the show yeah but i know a lot of people are curious to this and i take it that you and jordan now are working towards having a healthy friendship and working to whatever that means for you guys is that a fair assessment no i hate him no yeah of course. <laughs> yeah of course we have to like we yeah. are gonna work together in the future if we end up going to play again like do you want Jordan as an enemy? No, no. no. I don't like, <laughs> no. no, thanks. That's not what I'm yeah. signing up for. So, but no, and there's so much, there's so much love there still. Like yeah. I look yeah. at him and I, and I still see, I know him so deeply. Yeah. Like deeply. Yeah. How can you not still look at somebody and be like, Hey, listen, even if sometimes we don't always see eye to eye, like I, I had so much love for you. So yeah. that's never going to go away. And it's probably going to be annoying for other people, but it's just, it, I, there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, from the preview on Global, it looks like it does rub some people that way. Let's let's not talk that season. This season's going to be crazy. (laughs) So all I got to say is the fact that he's a former Cowboy player and you are a diehard Eagles fan. I was like, whoa, how is this going to work? Not only that, but like one of your really good friends is married to Fletcher Cox. So like, I'm like, (laughs) it's like, it's unreal. I literally said, I, we talked about that, you know? Yeah. And you, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that yeah, because yeah, I would he, assume he, so. the Cowboys held me hostage, man. There's nothing I could have done. You know, <laughs> Billy's over there looking, looking at me like side eye, but no, I mean, listen, Danny's a great guy and yeah, I, yeah. and I'm so thankful he picked me as a partner. But the thing about Danny and I is we are both, we both have our own ideas on how to play the game. And yes. Like you just I obviously can't say too much. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's we saw a little in some, so, in the previews. We yeah. saw a little, a little back and forth between <laughs> you be, and Danny. <laughs> to be honest, like, yeah. I don't think, <laughs> like, to be honest, I don't think people are as unanimously excited about this show after the first two episodes as I've ever seen. I, like, it's really it's, ridiculous. Yeah, what we're yeah. seeing is people love this fucking, and the people that really yes. like it, really, really fucking like it. Like, yeah. So yes. I'm excited to see how it plays out. Yo, before we get too far along, because we're still talking football, Tori, you know I love you, right? Oh, God. <laughs> you know that, right? You know I love you, right? What are you about to say to me? <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> Dory can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> Why is that doing that? Hey, 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 just so you know, I was rooting for the Eagles all the way up until the Super Bowl. Oh, it's so weird. My Zoom's breaking. <laughs> Are you there? Are you there? Can you hear me? Tori's going through a tunnel right now. Right? So strange. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to ruin the podcast. Oh, you didn't mean to ruin the moment. Hey, guys, tell right. what you're talking about. I'm here to ruin the moment. Yeah. Right? Look at this Chiefs hat. Oh, it's amazing. Professional moment ruiner, Josh Chambers. <laughs> oh, we've been there before. <laughs> Listen, I'll give it to you guys. It was a good game. It was a really good game. It was a game. great game. I'm going to say, yeah. 
we missed out on the green outfit though. I the all green. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I looked yeah. like. I- <laughs> you can't tell me I didn't look like I was in a superhero movie. Like the, for sure, like the Green Lantern or something. Like what the fuck am I pulling up to fucking the Super Bowl looking like the Green Lantern? <laughs> looking like you just did Aquaman. My friends were hyping me up too. My friends were hyping me up, but Casey Fletcher's girl. Yeah, she just wasn't saying anything, and like she's yeah. one of those people. She's like she's too real. She's too yeah. real. And she was getting more annoyed with me during the day, like as I was showing her the outfit, but she wasn't saying anything. She was like, why don't you just wear something else? I was like, okay. Okay. Wear something else, you know? <laughs> Finally, somebody said it, but thank God, or else I would have gotten fucking autographs. People thought I would Ryan Reynolds or something out there. <laughs> Are they filming a movie here at the same yeah, time? Like, what yeah. So happy I didn't go with it. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love great. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask about, because a lot of people are kind of conflicted on this as far as the ending of season 38 and the final with bananas. They want to say he quit. I feel like he more Mm. or less conceded. Like he kind of saw that what the amount of work they would have to do. And then the time it took you guys to get through where to where you guys were at that point. It wasn't. It was almost an undoable task. Devin said the wall was easier, but Devin's a fucking genius. Well, no, what Devin said is that there was no guarantee that the brick they were missing was at the bottom. They were assuming that it could have been on the second layer down. They didn't know until they started taking it apart. So that was the only point that I took from Devin that I was like, that's a good point. Devin is Rain Man in the challenge, though. He's also breaking it down like... If this happens, then you've only got X number of bricks left. But then if this happens, you only got X number of bricks like, left. He broke it like, down. I'm just going like, to say yes. Yeah. And you lost me. You guys are giving Devin credit for putting up the wall. But how about the Tory with walking the hill? Yeah. Oh that was incredible. <laughs> Dude, my adrenaline was pumping at that point because I'm like, we're fucking done. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> My yeah. favorite part of that was like you're like dancing around, but then you're always you're also like blah 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 blah. I mean, you can't hear the answer when she's like blah 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 blah. Everything you're not hearing it, seeing it. The adrenaline was pumping. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, I don't know who's who knows if it worked or not. I know that they're probably looking. I'm like this fucking asshole. <laughs> but you can't help it, man. When you're in the moment, I think Devin literally said cause a distraction or like make yeah. it. <laughs> Okay, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't have anything in my pockets, Devin. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. Oh my god. But yeah, I gotta give it to Devin because when we walked up to that the first time, like it was interesting. We pulled up to that final elimination. They gave us the rules very quickly, and then they were like, okay, get on your starting blocks. And like we were kind of like, wait a minute, wait, what do we have to do? Like, there, yeah. there's a lot of rooms, a lot of moving yeah. parts, like how, what do we have to do? So I had literally no, no idea what we were doing in the puzzle room until we were halfway done. Devin's oh, wow. just like telling me what to do. He's like, move yeah. these bricks there, these bricks there. He's like, I'm like, okay, okay. Like I have no clue until finally it started to click. But I'm like, that is what makes him such a good competitor because you can tell him something and like he can pick it up on the spot. Jordan can do that. CT can do that. Bananas can do that. Laurel's good at that stuff. Yeah. Like there are certain yeah. people that have that strategic edge above others and he's one of them wow well, it was it was impressive to watch highly happen. impressive yeah, yeah it yeah. was highly impressive yeah. and especially knowing that it took you guys like about four or five hours to get it uh, all yeah, done that's not an exaggeration like yeah. we started at 8 p.m we didn't get home until like 5 a.m almost 5 30 oh, wow. in our hotel wow. yeah, yeah it was bad 
it was bad. Like, and not bad. Like it's the challenge. Like, you know what you're, you know what you're doing. Like you're, you're there for, to be, to be nothing at the end. Right? <laughs> every, every little cell is putting in work. So, but I like was astonished with how long it took. It really, and that's why I think bananas and Nani were like at that place, we were in the chain room, you know, and yeah. like we had yeah. already gone through the Jafar Aladdin experience. So like, <laughs> they're literally like, they're so far behind and his back was hurting. Yeah. 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 All yeah. Those, each one of those cinder blocks weighed like 20 pounds. Yeah. And on top of the yeah, fact totally. that you guys just did 94 hours leading up to that. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. I so. Yeah. You know, it's one of those situations where like, and how do you fault a guy who's a seven time champ? Like he's not a fucking yeah. quitter, obviously. No. But right. Yeah. Right. 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 And I am also voicing this into existence real quick. Cause last time we were on with Tori, we mentioned like uh, our goals to get CT. Cause one of our goals was obviously to talk to Tori mm-hmm. and that fucking happened. So I'm going to put this out there. Our goal is <laughs> to get bananas. Just put that out there. <laughs> putting it into the universe. Yeah. Banana man. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to get we're, that out We're there. working on it. He's, he's a hard catch, but he is. I don't stop fishing. I'm not don't stop fishing. Can't stop. I, I can always, you can always say, Hey, Tori said, Tori said, we're great. Do it. Or she'll spank you. Tori said you should do this. That's a close time. <laughs> I caught that conversation. <laughs> I fucking caught that conversation with him. That was so good. It was. I like kind of bit my lip at first. I was like, oh, okay. Now I know where this is going. Now it's funny. Okay. <laughs> it was so awkward. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes they say shit. And I'm like, I should really just shut up. But no, it just comes yeah. out. That's that's why probably part of the reason you're on TV is because you just voice it out. You know what I mean? It's so true. And you know somebody out there is thinking it right oh, somebody had to be thinking that yeah. come on yeah. somebody relate to me i'm still gonna say the yeah. fucking video i've i don't know where i saw it, but i you were like outside and you walked and you dropped grapes behind you like you were pooping them out the best video ever I thank you fucking was crying i'm sorry if i embarrassed you about that some of my finest work yeah, yeah i'm really proud of it yeah. yeah whoever was filming that too like the commentary on that was like perfect he's like, it was like she pooping grapes I was like, I yeah that was one of my best friends bobby every time I get with Bobby, man. It's just a mess. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Mess. Um, <laughs> Don't out in public. <laughs> speaking of social media, is people of the village coming back anytime soon? Oh my God. Gentlemen of the village. Or gentlemen yes. of the village. I gentlemen of the village. You know, the issue with it over here is that my windows don't open. So, oh. so I have to scream out my door. But for, <laughs> but for you, for you guys, I'll do that. So I'll bring you back. Hell yeah. I really got to channel her though. You know, yeah, right? it's a very, I don't plan them. They just right. kind of happen when they, <laughs> when they feel right. So. There's no timetable on this. It yeah, could be a year from like now. A just schedule. whenever they show yeah. up. Yeah. I like okay. that. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Do it out my door. <laughs> Love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I can just imagine. Out the door? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I'll Sorry order for... a colonial dress on Amazon. You got to do the pose like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for anybody that's just listening, not watching this at all. <laughs> One final off the wall question that I'm going to let you kind of run because I know you yeah, have some fine. more. Yeah. Um, is how's the duck? 
Oh, out front of my house. I love it. Yes. We were wondering. Literally out front of my house. Yeah. Because we saw that he we saw when he made it to Miami with you when you first moved there. Yeah. And I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking like a couple weeks ago and we were like, I wonder if she still has the duck. And Devin was like, I just saw the duck. The duck's doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I had to keep it. He bought it for me. His when he bought it for me, it was literally like, you want a deer, a duck, or a moose? or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. I was like, uh, this was a random phone call, random question, like had no backstory at all. I was like, uh, moose? He's like, it's too big. You're getting the duck. I was like, okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's literally oh. like what he, what he told us on the first, um, it's in our first, it's actually our very first episode because he was our very first episode and mm-hmm. he had told us the story of that and he was like, I just called her and I was like, hey, do you want a, a duck or a deer or a pig that you clean your shoes on or whatever oh, yeah, he, was like, was he was like she says she wanted the deer like no context was just like well I would like a deer and yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was when I was like oh, okay these two are going to be really 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 great friends <laughs> yeah 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 we're absolutely insane I love the that picture so cool. of you and the duck out at the club though yes is the the with it. Fucking, oh my god it's fire oh, All right. drinking okay. <laughs> yes yeah. thank you for entertaining my stupid fucking questions yeah. I appreciate no, like I, I'm so thrilled that you're following up on Theo, and I'll let him know that you care. Yes. Oh, it's Theo now, huh? It's, yeah, yeah, it's always Wait, what was it before. No, it's I, always it, been Theo. I don't remember he hearing just didn't a name. Know, yeah. yeah, I just didn't oh, know. Oh yeah, I know. I'm. I was like, it's always been Theo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, really quick, just kind of hopping back to the final, I wanted to ask this of like, because obviously it was like a hundred hours, and you guys did all kinds of crazy shit in the, that hundred hours. Hours. What was the hardest stage of the final, in your opinion? Yeah. So the first day was like wake up, and it was pretty much like probably a half marathon with all the running that was around the circle mm. that we were running. And I think that that was the most amount of running that we did. And that is what like crushed everybody, obviously. Yes. You know? But like the real hardest thing, like the moment of the hardest thing was pulling the chains through the final room. Like it got to the point where at the end, like at the airport, my hands looked decrepit. Like I couldn't pick up my passport and show them I could barely wheel my bags through because like you were pulling and your skin was just raw from pulling the chain. Yeah. Yeah. It was like really, it was 400 pounds. It was really heavy. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So was it just like one giant chain? Just like Mm -hmm. weaves? Okay. See, I thought it was a bunch of separate chains that you guys had to like untie from each other. Jesus. That's even crazier. Wow. Yeah. Because if you, even if you get through the middle, you have to pull all of those like 200 feet of chains through that one slot. And they were looped through each other. Like I wish that, I almost wish that Nani Bananas would have. I wouldn't want to like like risk my win, obviously, but like I wish that <laughs> I wish that they would have got to that room just so you guys as viewers could really see how difficult it was because like yeah. it it, it kind of like those past two rooms just kind of like got swiped by and like they were really difficult. So yeah, it would have been like nicer for everybody to be able to see how hard they were. Right. Oh, yeah, we bet. didn't even know like the format for that room specifically. We just knew that there yeah. were chains that you were both in there and you were moving them, but that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much basically what it was, but it was like they were so linked together. Like it, it's pretty much like imagine your jewelry all tangled into like a ball, but then it's 400 pounds, you know? Yeah. And then, wow. Yeah. So it was just like a nightmare. And all I could think about was like after this, because like I figured out the rhythm of that and I had to teach Devin how to do it. 
I was like, after this, I'm so going to open a jewelry repair shop. Like, yeah. <laughs> for giants. I can, right. un- yeah, for giants. <laughs> I can untangle this. I really got this. <laughs> I was going to say, it seems like, like the more you describe it, it's like CT set that shit up before you guys got there. Or right. Yeah. You know? It feels that. Yeah. <laughs> said that. Yeah. I can see that. No, that's he was it's, on production this season. That's why he wasn't on 38. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. That would be crazy. We, be I swear to God, we thought he was gonna be like one of the mercenaries that showed up when they first previewed the people walking in and were like uh, people are but it, was, shit it was Kenny and them returning was what that preview uh, was. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, it's not mercenaries. They, okay. They, they got a sound <laughs> filming from the downward perspective. Yeah, oh, yeah, fucking yeah. us up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's it's actually funny that you just made that comment about the jewelry because one of the fans questions uh, that was submitted today was actually about your jewelry, specifically your lobster necklace that you wear all the time. Uh-huh, yes. She says that your style is absolutely amazing. And she is curious if there is a place where you get your jewelry or if it's just like stuff you just randomly pick up. Yeah. Well, that's so sweet. I'm so happy somebody noticed it because it's such a strange necklace to wear. Like it's a lobster. Yeah. But it has a backstory. And uh, so I'll give it to you guys real quick. Make a long story short. When I used to work in New York, I would I worked in a club and I would walk by this like really expensive furniture shop every single time I would head into work. And finally, one day I was like, okay, like there's this chrome lobster in there. I'm really called to it. How much is this chrome lobster? And I walk in and it's nine hundred dollars. And I'm like, I'm not going to wow. spend nine hundred dollars on a chrome lobster this big, Tori. And like, I thought about it. I really thought about it, but I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's a waste of money. I'm literally walking to work right now to make money to pay college loans. Like, I'm not yeah. going to buy a lobster, you know. So anyway, I didn't do it. Six months go by. I end up moving into Jersey with one of my other roommates. And her uncle, his boyfriend, gave us a housewarming gift, and it was a fucking lobster. Who? <laughs> if somebody, it wasn't that lobster, it wasn't $900, right. but yeah. it was the same size, same style. And I'm like, who, first of all, who thinks to gift this to somebody? Because that's, <laughs> that's a bizarre gift. But second of all, I was like, damn, like it came to me, you know, like I wanted it. I made the right decision. I didn't spend $900 on it and something like it came to me. So I have the original gift over there, but now it's like my sign of like, okay, it's what's meant for me is meant for me. And so that's why I wear the lobster necklace. And I just found a charm and put it on a chain. Like it's not from a specific person. Yeah. Oh, that's That's even more special though. I love that. That's so cool. That's so cool. So I thought of a random question from global because in the beginning, obviously you don't know that that the rookies are going to, or not the rookies, but the international cast is going to pick you guys. Right. And from what we saw in the beginning, it seemed like you guys were going to have to pick the legends were going to. I thought the legends were going to get. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm curious on, if you were to have the pick, would you have chose Danny or were you looking at other people potentially? Yeah, I was definitely looking at Danny for sure. Yeah. Danny was on my list. Grant was on my list. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good pairing because we're just going off the qualifier. Right. Yeah. I was even cool with Troy. Because yeah. Troy, Troy's a badass, a badass dude. I yes. Australia, dude, he's a badass. So yeah. like, I didn't even know about Australia, but that I later found out that he absolutely dominated it. And like, mm-hmm. but even meeting him and talking to him and hearing how he works through things, I'm like, he's got a brain like Devin. Like, he, yes. he is, oh. yeah. okay, yeah. he's very, he's very strategic. So yeah, Troy was on my list too. But Danny was up there. Ben was up there. Like, there was so mm. many good 
good there's good competitors like i would have been happy with anybody it's an incredible cast yeah incredible yeah. like there yeah. is literally nobody that you can really like just look at in my opinion obviously i'm watching from the outside but mm. there's nobody that i'm looking at where i'm like oh they're gonna be gone first like i, I don't even know like i don't yeah. even know where to start like yeah. crazy yeah. So, I know. No, it's it's going to be a really uh, a really interesting season. I'm very excited. It's going to be crazy. And like I know that you were saying the fans are really excited and I can yes. tell you right now just from being there this was the first season where I literally did not know who was getting voted into elimination each week. Like I was like and for somebody who's like that connected or at least like has enough friends in the game, you yeah. usually have a grasp on how yeah. this no. This no, is the first wow. time where I was ever like, wow, like who, I don't know who's controlling the ship because there's so many different groups of people working together right now. So it's very interesting. The fact that it's a whole dynamic of country too. Yes. With yeah. The pairing, it just, it's such an interesting dynamic and in how it's being played out thus far from what we've seen. Obviously mm-hmm. we're only up to episode two. Mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah. Super excited to see how this goes and yeah. excited to see your, your progress in it. Thanks. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. Um, I just have a couple of the fan questions left that I, yeah. I wanted to run through. Now we know, obviously you took a break from Tori dealing with your podcast and then you recently started that back up and we're going to have all of that linked back down below. But there were some people wondering if, we have any hope for potential like more music in in the future if that's anything that you are potentially gonna work on in the future (laughs) you know i i have like really committed myself to just like physically writing right now not so much like creating music even though i love to play my guitar and like dabble around like poetry to guitar is music you know yes yes it it is so i i could but like right now i have like a list in my mind i'm like okay i gotta get out this book i have to get out this book and then i have one more book after that like i have three books in my mind that i'm like they're already in the progress and i need to just continue to get them out so those have to go first before I even start to like open up to more music, but I can't say it's not going to happen because I, I just, when I want to create something, I create it. Right. Right. No, I love that. So books first, books, first. music in the future, potentially. I love yes. that. That's so awesome. With those books, um, because all of our kids absolutely love the search for syrup. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they love it, but is possibly like a follow-up to that. Maybe. Yeah. In the works? Yeah, that's exciting. Oh yes. my god, that's gonna that's be exciting. great. Yeah, the that. next the next two books that I'll release will be kids' books first. Oh, oh that's gosh, so that's cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. They're gonna Thank love you. that. They're oh my god, they're that. so good. I actually read the other one that I wrote to my sister yesterday and she cried, and then I read it to my Aww. roommate and she cried. So oh I think gosh. that they're I think that they're good. Oh, that's oh, so awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Now. I'm, <laughs> Thank I you. Too. Like, I'm like a little kid. Like, oh my God, we can read them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I've actually been saving. So I get, I, I was the one that Karina had messaged you about to try to figure out like which, where to order the book from that would serve oh, okay. you best. Um, so I've actually been holding on to it. I, I have a seven month old and a two year old, but today is my first, today was my last day at work until August. I'm on parental leave. Uh, with the seven month old but on fridays i have both of them so i've been like holding off on the book until i actually get to just hang out with them myself for a day yeah Uh, so that's (laughs) going to be like the first friday that i actually have like full parental leave and it's just me and the two kids that's going to be like the reading material that's so special i'm so like honored to be a part of that day because it's 
Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for letting me be a part of that. Absolutely. And I will let you know how it you goes. <laughs> you let me know. I know that some younger kids, like their attention span, like I've seen it with my niece sometimes, they can get a little like, you know, it's a 40 page book. Typically, like a kid's yeah. book is around 32 pages, yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. even shorter. So it's a little longer, but telling folks on the pancakes, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yes. like, it's pretty good for like attention span. Like if he get, he's really into books, too. Oh, amazing. Books and dinosaurs, you know, the two things go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, our son awesome. is four and he just absolutely loves it. And it's because it's so well written that it keeps him going through the beginning, the middle and the end. Like mm-hmm. his favorite parts, the no, no, you may not. Walk around the house all day and he's just like, no, you may not. The syrup is mine and it's all that I've got. I'm like, okay, Luke. <laughs> Calm down with the attitude. Oh my God. That's so cute. Oh my God. It's a great yeah, book. He loves it yeah. so much. So. Thank you. Yeah. I love doing them. It's like, I, I'm so thankful I get to do it. And it's funny because writing books has really transpired from creating music. Like I had like an early rap career, right? I was like yeah. trying to be a rapper for a while there. Like, whoa, bad version of me. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. But like it, it was important and, and essential yeah. for me. Like just number one, wanting to put money and effort into a craft. Yes. And then two, understanding that maybe I didn't have the right medium to share my gift with, which is writing, mm-hmm. because that's what to me, that's what rap was for me. Like I was just writing poetry, but I was putting it to a rhythm. So yeah. now like I was able to take, you know, my skills from from that and then putting it into books. And so, yeah, maybe eventually it will come full circle and go back to music. But like for now, it's like I'm just so in the like in love with the creating of the books that I'm, I'm not sure when I would leave it. It's, that's awesome. It's having your own personal creative outlet one way or yeah, the other. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I love that. I love Thank that. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we also had somebody who was curious about, obviously, you've been on a vegan diet, I think, what, like a little over a year now, right? A yeah. year and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm. So she was wondering if you have any recommendations of like where to start for like mm. moving into a vegan diet or like where to get recipes from or anything along those lines. Yeah, sure. Like being a vegan is is not like it's been such an interesting process because I'm not a perfect vegan. Like I've Mm -hmm. definitely, especially while filming, like if there's been like a time when there was no food and there was like a cheese or dairy or something and I ate it, there's really not much I can do until I let production know, Hey, you guys need to like get better about this. And when they have so much on their plate, it's hard for them to like deal with each individual diet. So now I have it in my contract and they're, they've gotten really great with me. So I'm very thankful for them. But like, first and foremost, I just want to say like, no, you don't have to be a perfect vegan, right? Like even if people are out there being a vegan or eating like less meat or less dairy products five days out of the week, you were doing a major service to Mm -hmm. animals, right? And you can be a vegan for whatever reason you want to be a vegan. If you want to be a vegan for your body and your health, that's great. If you want to be a vegan because you want to care about the animals and you're compassionate, that's great. If you want to do it for the environment. And some people say there are facts that go against that, but listen, I'm doing it for the animals anyway. So for me, it's like, I just can't watch an animal suffer and I don't want to eat them anymore. So I did myself a favor. And this is kind of what I do when I pick up like any new thing I like. I find all the information I can possibly find. I followed PETA, which people have negative things to say about PETA too, but whatever. They have a great starter kit on their website. And so I was like, okay, let me start out with their starter kit. Let me see what they're saying. Let me start following people that are promoting vegan recipes on social media. 
And the information is all out there. Like truly, you just have to go find it. And once you type in hashtag vegan, people are going to pop up. And now I actually work with, I work with Jack Vegans and they're a training program who help you to build muscle while being a vegan, because that's one of the Ooh. biggest things is people don't want to, like, if I'm competing, I got to be strong, right? Yeah, but yeah, um, right. they helped me narrow it down. So that way I get in 150 grams of protein every single day. And not one of it comes from an animal byproduct. Wow. Because that's I, incredible. I know that is Thank a real you. issue with the vegan diet is the protein or protein deficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely taking my vitamins, right? Like yeah, I, I do. And I think everybody should take them even if they're not vegan, because who knows what kind of nutrients are in your food. So that supplement comment of like people like, oh, well, you need to take supplements if you're vegan. Everybody should take them if you're eating, if you're not eating a well-balanced diet. And most yeah. Americans yeah. aren't like they no. are. They're just not getting enough nutrients. So, uh, yeah, the supplements are good. Protein shakes a lot. And I eat a lot of tofu. Like <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> I eat blocks of tofu, but tofu is so cheap. Yeah. It's like two dollars yeah. for like a thing, dude. And like once you learn how to cook it, I'm like, not that like I'm like, I don't know. It's cheap and it's and I can make it work, so it's great. <laughs> I love season it. it I, I take it like it's like a mushroom. If you season it, I'll take on yeah. that flavor. So you however cook you it, yeah. cook it right, it right yeah. and know how yes. to do it right that you yeah. like, it'll be edible yeah. and you might actually really enjoy it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the other thing about me is like just to add to this one more thing, because I yeah. think it might be helpful, is I eat pretty much the same thing every day. I'm one of those people that doesn't really need variety. So I'm not the best person to ask about (laughs) menu every morning for breakfast. I'm not kidding. I have, and this is a great recipe. So anybody who's bodybuilding and wants to be a vegan, this is awesome. And it's low in calorie, high in protein. You take your protein powder, you put it in water, like just a little bit of water, no, enough water, and then psyllium husk. And you whip it around in a circle Mm. until it's pudding and you put it in the fridge overnight. It's literally protein pudding and you use it with water and psyllium husks so it like gets that nice like thickness to it Mm -hmm. and it's delicious like again i just want to say i can eat literally anything so don't really believe me when (laughs) i say it's delicious (laughs) because my taste my 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 like for food my standards are low but i think it's great and it does the trick so um protein pudding is great and uh that's been really helpful in this whole process and it gets something in my stomach maybe we can get cooking with tori going soon right no (laughs) (laughs) that was a quick shutdown actually i applied to be on america's worst chefs like I'm not kidding because you, I'm yeah. that bad. No, I'm that bad. Like I'm oh that my gosh. bad. Like I feel <laughs> so bad for whoever ends up with me because it's not. It's terrible. Like Look. they have to bring that to the table. They have to be the cook. Yeah, they have to be. Like I would. I remember this one time I cooked. Dad, I grew up and I lived with my dad and my brother and my sister for a while. And so sometimes I took on the role of like cooking in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like wanted to feel like you know I'm I'm the the woman provider of the food. And so. <laughs> One time I like cooked po- potatoes for my dad and my brother was like, these are horrible. My dad was like, no, they're going to be fine. And literally threw <laughs> it up on the table. No. And he reminded me about it the other day. So anyway. <laughs> Thanks, dad. But at the same time, like your dad did shout you out on a radio station after you won yeah. 38, which was so fucking badass. Yes. Dude, it's so sweet, right? Yeah. It was so yeah. cute. Oh, sweet. oh my God. It's like, the cutest thing ever. I messaged you after that. I was like, that's so fucking awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. so sweet. He's so sweet. That is so it. cool. I love yeah. it. Thanks. I know we're running really short on time and we have a couple more questions. I have one more. Oh, one more? I just haven't erased my stuff. <laughs> it like got moved back. So we oh, have okay. some more time. 
That oh, was the only reason why I wanted to rush out because she's landing, but she's not landing like for another 30. So we're good. Oh, oh perfect. Cool. Most of the time I hate airlines, but I fucking love them right now. Thanks <laughs> you so much. Whatever flight she's coming in. Yeah. 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 Well, shit, then I've got to. I was going to say go for it because I want to save this one for the last. Because yeah. like I was really like, I listened to our last interview and uh, we. Uh, audio we were in our First beginning off, yeah yes. sorry about that no, so i have gotten sorry. much better <laughs> but um i listened through and i asked you a question i want to know if your kind of views changed on this mm. i asked you if you're gonna run a final with someone and you could pick two guys and one other girl to compete with for a team of four who would you pick oh my god i don't even remember what i said so you're gonna get the true honest answer now because <laughs> yes. i can't I love um, it like who would i run a final with i get to pick one girl and i get to pick two guys yeah make a team of okay. four Jordan for sure. Did I say him last time? Because that makes total no. sense. I didn't say him. No. Oh, but we were friends. You, were, you guys were not in the <laughs> best of spots at that moment. Yeah. So. yeah. God, that's tough, right? Because yeah. Because like now I have to pick between Dave, CT, and Jordan. Right. That's really tough. No, no, no. Let's. You got Jordan. Who's your second person? But that's what I'm saying. Now I have oh, to choose yeah, between yeah, CT. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's still pulling teeth either <laughs> way. Oh my god. Because both of them are great. Yeah. They are. They're all three I so don't. great. She's Fuck. like, I don't want to play your game. <laughs> I know. This only thing I put you guys, I'll put you on the spot about. I, mean, I don't know because like I have to pick Devin, right? I have to, and I'm going yeah. to. But yes. CT, that's a huge miss of a player. So right. Yeah. We'll but just honestly, I'm going to be real. No, no. I got to. I got to sit with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's not competing. Okay. Devin and Jordan. Devin you can just say DT and then just hope Rick doesn't notice. Okay, DT. <laughs> <laughs> sounds right. <laughs> Karina yeah, sounds when that would really. Yeah. She's a super fan. Yeah. <laughs> but it, Devin and Jordan and CT and fuck even bananas. It's pulling teeth. It is. You know yeah. what I mean? At yeah. That and, point. Yeah, bananas too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So who would who would be the the women's partner that you? Oh pick? my god. Okay. Who's the best female challenger to ever compete? <laughs> oh. Jeez, that's tough. Someone that's could hard. some would say you you played with her this season and wore the world Laurel. too. Yeah. Laurel. Mm. Laurel. Yeah, she is the best female challenger to ever compete, isn't she? She's she up there, is, yeah. dude. She is. I think she takes it. I think she, I personally think she takes it. The the fandom yeah. seems to bounce between her and Emily Schramm. Emily's um, great. So I think, you know, yeah. either one of those would be like she's Emily's just, just but Laurel is just like she's a different kind of person. Laurel is a different beast. Yeah, like yeah. If we took a poll, I think Laurel would resoundly get first. I mean, and there's a whole females Mount Rushmore, but Laurel, oh, yeah. Laurel gets first. A hundred percent. Speaking of though, <laughs> I definitely think you are very, very close to cracking that. Like you, you. you're not only that you're on the fucking cover of, and I'm going to butcher the name. I know it's not global championship. It's world's championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been but, like five uh, different yeah, things. Yeah, it's been like over the worlds. It's been like <laughs> whatever. They had to, they had to find something that fit. And so world's champion or world championship. I want to congratulate you on that. That's yeah, like, that's I think so cool. yeah, yeah, that's the first one, is it not? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. And it's funny because I like after taking that photo and so we, we were filming during press photos. Yeah. And so we take a whole day off of doing the challenge. This is like in the very beginning. And we go to, to a studio and like essentially just like go do work and we take a bunch of pictures. Mm-hmm. And we took so many different variations of so many stuff. We did like us holding up this big yoga ball. We did like us running like they have some sick action shots. But when I saw me climbing on that, I was like, 
for some reason, I was like, that's, that's gotta make it. And I, and I knew I wasn't going to be the only one on the cover, but yeah. I'm like, they're going to put me somewhere small in there. Like that picture is making it. Cause I saw it and I'm like, damn, that's cool. Like yeah. what a cool concept. And not everybody got to do that shot. So that's the oh, thing is like, I saw that. Yeah. So once I, when I realized that I was like one of the, maybe like half the, one of the third of the cast that got to do the shots, I was like, okay, like I gotta be on it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So when yeah. that dropped, man, that was sick. I'm like, I gotta get that printed and show my grandchildren one day. Don't me so. <laughs> Look, your mom's famous. Oh my God. Like, speaking of, we are going to fucking put that game up of like find Miso in these famous pictures. Oh, like, at the oh, yeah. wall. And, like, I had to go find him the other day and I was like, yes, we're playing this game eventually <laughs> in one of the groups. Oh my God, dude. That's hilarious. You have to. It was so that funny. was so much fun. <laughs> I mean, the dad in me just needs to make the pun, but it would very clearly just be the Perlin wall. <laughs> That's amazing. It's unfortunately unfortunate for everyone around me. That is how my brain works. Oh, so good. <laughs> the I wall. love it. The Perlin wall. The Perlin wall. That's, a, that's You can like pretty much co-write a book with me, like Bumble P. There you go. You know, like right. <laughs> it's on brand with what I do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is. TNT. Yeah, here we go. So, um, getting back to the challenge, I, I wanted to know. Obviously, you know, I, I would think 38's your favorite season because mm-hmm. you, not only did you get a win, you get a win with your best friend. Yeah. Regardless if the winnings have come in or not, what is something that you're going to buy to celebrate that winning? Yeah, I definitely want to be smart about it. Like, yeah. you don't know when you're going to win another challenge if you're ever going to win another one. So I am like right now I'm renting. So I'm looking to just buy my first home. And I'm That's literally awesome. going to make it like a kitty cat mansion. Like it's not going to be a mansion, but it, for me, so fully, you know, <laughs> so I'm going to, yeah, like, I'm going to like make the, make it like a kitty cat palace and like make the backyard <laughs> awesome for her. And pretty much where I'm at right now, like just like build a nice nest for myself yes. because I've been traveling so much. I've lived in so many different places. Like I'm finally 30. I feel like I can like settle down and like, at least if it's with myself, even like I'm still single, I don't like have yeah. any plans on like settling down like that. But, you know, just to feel like I don't have to, you know, I can be in my own space. Put down roots. Totally. Yeah. Put down some roots. So that's Look, my plan. I, congratulations yes. on that, because I we just went through and purchased a home about a year ago. I think it was Congrats. right before you we talked to you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's it's a lot but it's yeah. it's a lot of fun though too you know what i mean right. it's it's such an accomplishment and like you said it's like a little nest egg you know it's always good to own property yeah 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 exactly yeah so i'm really happy about it i'm really thankful and you know also like i take that money and i put it in my nephew's and my niece's bank account like i yeah. always put money away for them and then at christmas Aww. this year um like so last last year when I got the 50k from Casey I went home at Christmas and I gave everybody some money. Yeah. And then this year I did the same thing and so I think like every time I get something I always give it. I read this book called um Unleashing the Soul of Money and it talks about the energetic attachment to money itself and like mm-hmm. it's like water in a way. If you let it just like sit in a bank of you and it will just die. It will become rotten water and it needs to flow through you and yes. you just need to be the person that allows it to come in and come out of your life with no attachment. And so I think that like, it was a blessing to get the money because all I'm going to do is continue to funnel it through me to people and to the things I love. So it's, love it's like, yeah, that's just the way I look at it now. Like I don't, I'm definitely not big on materialistic stuff. Like I've gotten really far away from that 
way of life because it's not good for the environment. It's not good for the ego. It's not good for the soul. Like I'm just trying to like walk this planet, like just better, I guess for yeah. myself, really for myself. Like I want to like walk around and be like, I, I, at least when I left or at least when I die, I, like look back and be like, I tried to be the best person I could have been. I did my part. Yeah. 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 And I love that. If you get a chance, if you haven't watched it yet, there's a documentary on Netflix called minimalism. Mm, oh yeah. I have watched it. Yeah. It's so I good. That. Like I, I watched, I was like, we have to throw away all of our DVDs. I was like, I need nothing. Let's get yeah. it caught for out here. I'll be good. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I was like, this is too far. This is too, too far. Yeah, we can like, do some stuff, but yeah, she's like, I still kids. need a bed. She's yeah. Like, yeah. Kids. <laughs> I still need a bed. Dude, this, some women on there are like, yeah, they, they wear like 30 items of clothing for their entire lives. Like, isn't that yeah. insane? Yeah. Oh like how, how can you do that? I mean, it's amazing, you know, and, yeah. and fast yes. fashion is so bad for so bad for the environment. 80% of like textile, textile fabrics go to the trash anyway. Yeah. It's an insane number. So like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really, it's a yucky system. And so yeah, when it comes to the money, I'm just going to buy miso a mansion and then that's what I'm going to do. I love I it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I hope to see like the Instagram stories of like the, the wood yes. shelves so she can just yeah. run around at the ceiling right. level. Yeah, like that's the goals oh for Ivan. God. But That's goals. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the dog chases our cat all the time. So it's like oh, we got to give him. love that. Oh, he'd go nuts. If he had the shelves all through this big ass house. Oh, he would go crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd have a cat flying through the roof of my house all day long. <laughs> <laughs> so actually ironically really quick i just want to jump in here because i happened to hop back to that that uh post that i had made for the fans in your group mm. and somebody uh, submitted an additional question this one actually has me interested as well so i wanted to ask she is curious if there is any kind of um special meaning to the planet tattoo on the inside of your elbow yeah and she just wants to know kind of what that represents for you Oh, that's so sweet. And I love that question. Pretty much everything I wear has meaning because it's like a reminder for me of something that like I want to just bring back into my focus whenever I feel like I'm losing control of life. But so this planet tattoo is it's kind of strange story. Not that strange, but so like mm -hmm. when I was younger and I still had a cell phone, I was like living at my dad's house. I would sit on the toilet when I was stressed out. I know sounding strange. And I would literally go on maps on my phone and I would zoom all the way out. And I would just like when I was having like an anxiety attack, I would just like sit there and just like look at the earth zoomed all the way out. And it was just my reminder of like, OK, like I'm smaller than the earth. The earth is really small. My problems are smaller than me. So like yes. it, it's just a reminder of the depth of everything. And like I don't have to be consumed by this right now. And also. My dad worked for the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, for 25 years or something like that. And he put satellites in, into space. And he is like actually pretty popular in that world because he talks a lot about um, the electromagnetic field of the Earth and panspermia. And he's like really, really intelligent. And always I grew up with space being like heavily existing in my house. Like he was always watching stuff. We we're always talking about it. And yeah. he worked for the FAA. So like it's almost an influence of like, me thinking about him, me remind, remembering like his, my connection with him as my father and how incredible he is. And then also just remembering that like, I'm small and my problems are smaller than me. Right. Absolutely. I love that. Wow. That's Why, incredible. 
so I, I full disclosure, I've talked to you a little bit about your dad and kind of his background and yeah. And I was telling Karina, I was like, fuck, I wish like don't get me wrong, I love my dad, but I was like, mm. I wish he had like a career like that because I would just be in fucking love talking about space all oh, yeah. the fucking time. Oh he's it's incredible. Like oh, it's, and thank you. It's yeah. insane. And I was going to speak to like, I remember having one of those moments. It was one of those transformative moments. Mm-hmm. I was watching a documentary and talked about how they thought the big bang happened and talked about mul- mm. like the multiverse and mm. they kind of went into depth on like M theory. And I finally kind of understood a really abridged version. And it was like almost like eye opening thinking how tiny we truly, truly so are in this tiny. grand scheme and Crazy. like how yeah. the little things like that can take 10 seconds that you think ruin your day. Don't mean a damn anything. thing to anyone. Don't mean anything. No. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. It's, it's so wild. Yeah. The perspective yeah. is insane. And honestly, it's so important, right? Like for us to be able to pull ourselves out of our own experience and think about the bigger picture, like it alleviates so many things. And it's beautiful to talk about and to think about. And I think if more yes. people looked at it like that, then we would care about the collective way more. And obviously people are so in their own pain body that it's difficult for them to get out of it. And they can't just look at it and think about it. And, but you know, that's not what everybody's here for. Like, I feel like I've no. talked to so many healers in the last, like people who don't even consider themselves healers, but like, you know, Brennan Durrell, who is literally, he, he heals men in their trauma. And, and he says it himself. Like people are just so, some people are not here to heal. They're not. Right. And if they don't want to, they don't want to. But for anybody who is like looking at that stuff and who doesn't feel like an insane amount of anxiety thinking about how small they are, you know, it's a beautiful thing to tap into because we're still here. We yeah. are like, even if we're small, we're here. And absolutely. That's just the truth. And I, I think it's a good thing to keep as perspective when going through, like, mm. you know, mm-hmm. as, as far as sometimes take that risk you know yes. you've only got one life to lead yes. it's a small we're small these are small things you can do small world we're in um but yeah no i really am happy that you were able to talk about that and one thing i wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper into since we have a little bit more time is your mental health journey because mm. i know that you talking about it on season 38 and being so open and vulnerable about some of the changes you've made and what you're dealing with affected a, a, a quite a few people a lot of people one yeah. of them being on our podcast and, and mm. josh and and seeking to better his mental health Aww, and his journey so and tony as well yeah and tony Aww, as well guys. yeah i'm so happy for you yeah and it's a beautiful thing i just wanted you know thank you for your bravery and talking about yeah. that because your vulnerability allows other people to be vulnerable and open i feel so thankful to like be able to do it and like the one thing like I'm not going to shine light on the negative stuff that came from it, obviously, because no. there were like people were thinking that like I made it up or something or like that I was doing. It's an it was a performance enhancement drug. That one kills me. Like, <laughs> that, one, I'm like, that one kills me, you know, because I'm like, I'm just trying to get even here. You know, like yeah, I'm yeah. not trying. I'm just trying. I'm not trying to be better. I'm just trying to get my mood to like be even. I'm trying to be even killed. And like, yeah, I think like you can almost hear about it with what I say, like talking about getting like the, the solar system tattoo. I had deep thoughts about sadness and feeling like I was like, not okay. From such a young age, this mm-hmm. carried with me through my entire life. It always lived under the surface. TV definitely did not help just because I'm a strong individual with like a strong mind and want to continue to push through does not mean that there was not something underneath me that wasn't breaking me apart. Like yeah. not everyone sees everything. Like no, no one knows that I went on like a really bad 
had a bad experience after Buys, Eyes and Allies. People right, don't yeah. know that stuff. You're not going to see that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like at some point in time, like like the 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 bridge had the gap had to be bridged. Yes. And I needed to like yeah. figure out how to make like the, what is out here and then what's down here underneath the surface. Like, how does it become one? And so, yeah, it's just been like incredible. Like obviously going on the medication and taking antidepressants, like I still take them and I'm so thankful for them. It doesn't mean that every day is perfect. Like no, I right. still have days that I'm like, whoa, I'm spiraling. And this is, this is another, this is another one. So like, it still takes a, a large amount of work in other areas. Like my life coach always helps me. I have another, my vegan coach helps me. She like is a mindfulness coach as well. And my support system of my family and friends. So, and just all the health, like mental health stuff, uh, mindfulness tactics that I've learned over the years, but like, it's just, it's wild. And it's so important. It's literally the most important. You walk through this world and you have to be you and every single person you meet, like that figuring that out and, and, and finding peace there. That is it because everything Mm -hmm. else is going to come from that. So I'm so happy you guys have been, been, you know, like, it's resonated with you and, you know, helped you because it's, I saw Sarah Bareilles' post and that's what helped me. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. I remember you saying that. What it helped me was when you were, you actually were mentioning the, uh, the medication, mm. which I'm not going to mention. And I happened to be prescribed one like right after that. And I was just like, all right, what's up? I got more involved with following you on your mental journey and, and listening. And then even more recently, Karina's like, well, you need to go check out the the moon port poetry you need to go find your moon sign you need to go, and i was just like yes. all right so i was like all right so i'm uh my moon is in leo and, wow. I, and I was like that makes a lot of sense <laughs> I, that, that describes me a lot better i told <laughs> so, you most yeah. people relate to their moon more than they do their yeah. sign and this is my this is like one of my major support groups right here with us in this room on this podcast because i talk to them every single day Oh, we love, love you, Josh. you, Josh. And they've been on my ride. They they have seen my my ebb and flows, and I I, I can't I can't appreciate them enough. And I can appreciate you enough for sharing your journey, oh. which got me lifted and started on mine. So thank you. We're all just helping each other, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yes. Somebody somebody <laughs> took my hand and grabbed it, and I just opened mine arm the other way. Like it's we're all helping each other. It's a collective. Yeah. So we're in it together, and Absolutely. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Well, thank I mean, you. And I think this is just me and how I kind of view things is like everybody has a small ripple that they let out right every day mm-hmm. and how you decide you're going to let that ripple affect other people. Their ripples come back to you as well. Yes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's we all live in a big pond, but they connect eventually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that, yes. that one little bit of openness for from you gave so many other people the ability to to look within themselves and try to make an adjustment. So, and I want to thank you for that. That's a big thing. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm so like, I, I wake up sometimes and I can't believe that I get the opportunity to share myself with the world the way I do. And even though sometimes it's hard, it's always beautiful. It always is. And there's always a lesson from it. So I'm like grateful that I can have these conversations because it makes me feel like I matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I think everybody at the end of the day wants to feel like they, they matter. They, they're accepted. And it, this, these conversations make me feel that way. So I like really, really appreciate it. It makes me like feel so good. And yeah, we're just going to continue to like keep sharing that love because yeah. we need it. Everybody needs it. Yes, it, it is. It's, it's love and empathy, right? Try mm-hmm. to view yeah. it from outside of your own perspective. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing to me. 
And one thing I wanted to thank you about is sharing your best friend's uh, business, her shoe design wow, business. Customs by Kristen. Yeah. I'm so excited. So, so excited. I'm going to sure. need to send her a pair of white Adidas forms. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, do it. So I'll share with the podcast. So I, I decided uh, as kind of like a celebratory theme for the 100th episode that we did with Devin. I was going to, because she does all the work. Karina does all the editing. She's the real star of this podcast. Yes, this. <laughs> Even as much as I talk, she's the you star. You just do the most of the talking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, it's just, it's nerves. It's nerves. It's my coping. Mechanism. You're better at talking. Yeah. Uh, I, I contacted Kristen and we're working together to create Karina some pair of uh, custom designed sneakers with the Challenge Fandom logo podcast yeah, on them. And stick. I. I am so fucking excited to see how this turns out. And I know it's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. And I'm really upset. I I don't wear a size eight women's. (laughs) (laughs) I do. You might never get them. No, I'm just kidding. Chris is like, I don't know what happened to them. I painted them. They're ready. And then they just disappeared. I don't know. With your (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. I love my (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, she was actually wearing it right before she got on. She's like, no, I've got to wear a different shirt. Well, I was like, because the background's black and then the shirt, um, and then I ended up wearing a black shirt anyway, so I don't know. Whatever. Well, I like that shirt. I, I was I was looking for my shirt, but it's in one of my my t-shirt drawers, and I was like, I'm, I was felt like I was running late, so I just threw this on. I think this is actually dirty, so that's what I'm doing. That's your speaking. winner one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, speaking of, can we talk about that shirt for yeah. anybody that doesn't know? Yeah, I was going to, yeah. I was yeah, gonna this is my, yeah. my winter strength is inner strength shirt, and I think it just totally encompasses what I feel like I went through this last season, because even though it was physically enduring the challenge, like it was totally mentally enduring as well. I just had times when I wanted to quit and didn't. So yeah, I'm just thankful for the journey. And I do feel like in order, listen, of course we're all winners in our own way. But when I think about winning the challenge, like it required every ounce of me being strong inside, it required every ounce of mental strength I had to get through that season and not to just get through it, but to thrive through it. Like I look back on it and I, I know there's times when I wanted to snap and I wanted to like just dive into uncomfortable behaviors that I didn't like of myself. And I chose not to, and like just that choosing not to, and like just being like Tori, like I'm going to do what's best for you in the long yes. run right now. That is what I feel like got me to the place I am when it comes to winning the challenge. So yeah, winter strength is inner strength. I have some t-shirts available. If you want them, you guys can check them on my Instagram link in bio. And um, yeah, Heck yeah, I'm really happy. Yeah. I'm happy about them. Heck so yeah. she's Love been them. she's been bugging me about it. So I've got to ask you a question, but I'll ask you off podcast. But yeah, I saw it. I was like, oh god, yeah, I'll get you one. I kind of want one too, but I'll get you one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. I've got one that was submitted to me. So a friend of mine, Taylor, is a fan of the challenge. And I had just met her through my wife's uh, like baby group, our like, mom group, and had no idea she was a fan. And then she was like, you do a podcast? And I was like, I sent her a message this afternoon. I was like, what question do you have for Tori? Ooh. So she says, how will, if at all, being a challenge champion change the way that you play the game going forward? Mm. Well, I'm going to have to give everybody $38,000 from the start. (laughs) (laughs) That's social. That's your new political gameplay. Like you get 38K, you get 38K. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Um, You know, I'm going to have to get ready to fucking fight. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, Like that's it. I got to gear up and get ready because I have a feeling there's not going to be 
walks to the final. No. I think they're going to come for me. So you know what? I'm looking at it like this. Like anything from here on out is just an awesome thing I get to add to my resume. Like if it's yeah. a totally. cool elimination, cool. Let's do it. I'm kind of going in fearless now because I already got the title. So yeah, it's all easy now. What else am I going to do in this place? You know, right? <laughs> well, I love that. The way I Thanks. look at it is like you've already paid your bill and now everything's just extra. Yeah, you yeah, know what exactly, I mean? like, exactly. You know, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take some of these brownies and put them in my purse for later. Who else goes from winning a challenge and then the very next thing gets called a legend? Me. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> Fucking bingo. Yes. Well no, deserved too. I feel I don't feel like a I feel like a baby legend. Like I like I'm like I'm a modern baby, like, oh, this girl came from Are You the One and like has been putting in work recently legends. Like there's legends. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not a legend, but I'm thankful to be a part of this group of people and I'm happy that I stuck it out as long as I did to be where I am. So yeah. Uh, but there's plenty of others before me that paved the way, you know. Obviously. I think. I think a really accurate, and this is my accurate description of it, nobody else's. I think you, Casey, Cam, mm-hmm. maybe a few others are the modern faces of the women on the challenge. Right. And yeah. you are that next step of carry it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why right. I kind of said, like, you guys are on the way to that Mount Rushmore. Like, mm-hmm. at a totally. certain point, I don't think one championship is your limit. I don't think it's Casey's limit. No. I don't think it's a lot of the women's limit that yeah. we've yeah. been seeing especially with some of this international cast that yeah. we're introduced to on global yeah. either like uh, what Kaz who won UK. I think she's, she's going to be really good. Yeah. Oh my God. Right away with Wes. It's it, like, there's a lot going on and I'm really excited and Heck I'm yeah. super excited that you're going to be a part of it. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome being there. I loved it. I mean, it got brutal sometimes and there are some challenges that made me feel like we were in squid games. Actually only one particularly. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, I think we're getting fucked up now, you know? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we dying today, guys. Yeah, just, this doesn't feel right, guys. But, uh, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I'm, I think you guys are going to love this season. I still haven't watched it. I have to watch the first episode. <laughs> okay, low-key, like, so... Uh, uh, I've talked to a couple different people and like the production value of it oh, is phenomenal. fire. The graphic design on it is fire. Yeah, the phenomenal. cuts are fired. The fact that it's on Paramount and it's unedited so we can hear you say fucking go. Yes. Like, oh, it's oh, fucking shit. great. Yes. Oh no. I didn't think about that. The <laughs> was even up there. Really? I was just like, I love this. Did I say that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. no, my favorite was at one point there was a caption and it was off screen and you just heard the audio and it was, what the fuck is this shit? And my <laughs> wife goes, there's Tori. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Oh, I love it. It's, it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> Can't let my nephews watch it. I'm like, no. No, no yeah, no, definitely. No. Get Tori. Who knew that that's what we were missing, though? <laughs> yeah. It, it, adds, it adds that level for us. I mean, like, hearing Jordan yell at John A in that first challenge, like, you better fucking go, John A. Yeah. Because yeah. he's trying to catch up. I was dying. He said, you better yeah. run, John A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I got to watch it. Yeah. It's yeah, surreal, too, because... We've had USA, Argentina, Australia, and the other UK. one that I didn't UK. say. UK. UK. <laughs> that all played without vets. So they all played their own version right. of the challenge with their own dynamics, their own rules that they've brought into it, and their own style of gameplay. So then you collide that with being 
paired with a legend. Yeah. That's going to be intense. It messed up everybody's plans of just getting the MVPs out, you know, so <laughs> production knew what they were doing. They were like, all right, you guys got to work together. We were like, fuck, we got to vote on who's in now. This is stupid. You know, but it makes for a great show. Yeah. We've seen how you guys play. You always attack the rookies. So yeah, this was a good, this well, hear was a good me out. Up. Let me put it in the perspective for you guys. We're all doing the podcast. You now have to vote one of your podcast people into elimination. Who are you voting in first? Probably the one that came in late, right? Corey. Bye, Corey. Corey. But you see no, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, you're like, oh, we've all we've all been working together for a minute now. You gotta understand. Like it's just Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's fucked up, but I know it's did totally... I say my name pretty quick. Is that what it was? I thought I heard that. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say Josh and Tony because Karina does all the work and I live with her. So I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't survive uh, without her. That's yeah. <laughs> but I do think what happened on 37 with spies, lies and allies does play a big role in what production's doing now. They don't, mm-hmm. I don't think they want to see all the rookies go home first and then right. it's a no. vet figure it out. Yeah. You know like Corey Lake. Oh, Corey Lay, uh, gosh. Sorry, I had to. Corey. Josh. Um, I'm going to see Corey this summer in Seattle. Dude, I, know, I love Corey. I love Corey. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So one final thing I wanted to talk about, and we, we've kind of broached a little bit, is Tori dealing with. Mm, um, yes. I want to know, like, what was the inspiration behind that? Obviously, you're a very busy person, especially right now, but you've got a lot so on busy. your plate regardless. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm oh. super thankful you've been sitting here with us for like 90 minutes now. But, yeah. Happy to be here. You got, you know, you have so much on your plate. What made you decide, hey, I want to do another podcast and I want to keep it going? Because you took a little bit of a break in between, what was it, like season one and season two? Of yeah, it? a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time. You know what? I had so many people reaching out to me. So I guess what happens is Tori dealing with the podcast is very short. The whole thing is it's like 15 to 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. I write them out like I'm writing a diary and then I read it unless I have a guest on. That's a whole different experience. But right. Still, so like it's very much from the heart. I like think about a topic, I dissect it, and then I talk about my opinions on it. Like energy budgeting is the next one I'm doing. Like uh, anxiety, depression, you know, just like things that like I feel like are relevant to just mental health and like how to like walk this planet feeling better. So the absence of it, and then also people reaching out to me, letting me know that they're still re-listening to the first season, like religiously, Mm -hmm. and it had hit over like a million streams. And so I'm like, you know, I had these, this group of people that I've set up and then all of a sudden I just kind of like took it away and I've had a year and a half off of it. I've learned so much in that year and a half. Like I can definitely come back and do it in a way in which it doesn't feel so taxing. Like I don't have to do as long of a second season and take some space in between and then come back out again. So I just want to, I want to be able to keep that line there, that channel there for people because it's also a beautiful outlet for me. I love being able to dissect a topic and like, think about how I really feel about it. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it feels good to do it. So it's, it's beautiful to, to connect with people in that way. And I'm thankful for everybody who listens to it because it's my baby. Yeah. So I'm Aww. curious, just kind of talking to you and learning more about how creative you are as, as in the core of your person. Cause that's what it really yeah. seems like. Do you paint as well or do anything like I that? Do. Yeah, I do. Paint. I have a little painting over there somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna say I used to see your videos of like you and Kristen like painting together all the time, like when you yeah. guys first moved to Hope to why do I keep trying to say Hawaii? It's Miami. I am trying to Hawaii. say Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you're like speaking it into existence that you were going it's to Hawaii, Hawaii or something. Hawaii. Yeah. I can't find this painting and I'm getting super bummed about it. 
Oh no. Well, anyway. See what you do. Yeah. I do. But I got it. Look, there we go. See it happen. <laughs> Look, Josh, you match the background of, of her, the, the aesthetic of her room. I right. love it. Yes. Yeah. My girl boss room. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I do paint, but it's like, I'm not, I do it just for fun. And it's just like cute little stuff. And, but I paint Miso a lot. So like in her cat room, like when she's in her litter box, looking at the wall, she's staring at pictures I've painted of her. <laughs> Can we do that, that in is our amazing. bathroom? No. Yeah. no pictures of me. No. So I'm staring at myself. Yeah, I, think good. I think we should do that. Yeah. I think it's called a mirror, right? <laughs> I have a picture I painted of Dave too on my 28th birthday. He, oh fell, asleep. he, he fell asleep on my couch and it's a terrible painting but like he fell asleep and i was like i'm gonna paint you and painted him and, <laughs> and then he asked me to pay him four thousand dollars for painting him <laughs> this is a toxic friendship i still have a copy of that picture i just saw it like the other day because i was like going through all my stuff and i was like all right i gotta like consolidate all my content that i have like yeah. tori and stuff and then i was like oh i remember that he like showed up to her party and like yeah. was like the only one and he passed out <laughs> Yes. He was like trying to leave. I was like, don't go. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I sign up for? That was when him and I got like super, super close. So it was awesome. That's so cool. By the way, I love it. Thank you so much for sending me that picture of Devin. It plays so it well. Did, it yeah. Like, she so was perfect. so mad. She's like, it's not going to work. I'm like, it's going to fucking work. It Watch worked. this. It worked. Yes, it worked. Yes. Yeah. So right. Good. All right. So I've got a few <laughs> closing questions to ask you. And I think you should ask your normal closing question because I mean, it's been you, a year and a half and she's had an, a, a changing yeah. experience in life that Very it, true. it could happen. But okay. first and foremost, the one thing that I kind of really wanted to know is what's your hype song? Cause I can't use the same Rihanna run this town. So now that you okay. want, what's <laughs> oh, your winner shit. song? Your winner song. Yeah. Season 39, you have walk up music like they do in major league baseball. What's mm. your walk up song? Like introducing <laughs> oh the champ. Jeez. It's really intense. Yeah, I know. I I'm fucking know. on this. I, I don't know. It's always been Rihanna, dude. It's literally always been <laughs> Rihanna. Why are you taking that from me? It's got to be run this town. Like, it, yeah. it's, it, okay. it's been my song since it came out. Like, well, and you, you made that you made that post too, and said that like that's what was playing through yeah. your head when you were doing that final was elimination it? in the final. Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw the video. Okay, yeah, sorry. so ignore it. Re run this town. Yeah, it's, I, I literally Tori song. <laughs> I literally sing that song to myself before every elimination. Every elimination. Bravo for trying, Rich. <laughs> I, I was trying, but it is actually now that I'm really thinking about it, it's really serendipitous, and you're gonna get this as soon as I say it. I don't usually name drop other guests unless they're like directly correlated to you, like, you know, Dave, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. But we interviewed Danny about, I don't know, six months ago, right after USA and he mm -hmm. won. Mm -hmm. And I asked him the same question. You're getting ready to go into a hall brawl or a pole wrestle. What's your hype song? Run This Town by Rihanna and Jay-Z. How did we never talk this? But his, yeah. This. Yeah, that's his hype song. Yeah, if you go look So at, we gave him the Jay-Z portion, and then you get the, every time we do your stuff, we always put it to the, the Rihanna. Rihanna in the beginning we when don't the run this to, Yeah, but yeah. we put his to the Jay-Z part. Yeah, and I know that you guys do that. I love that you do that. Oh, yeah. my God. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, so. How did we never talk about that? <laughs> See, look, now we have to post that. It, well, right? we're going yeah. to, so, but yeah. it's. And that's why I want to say maybe it's not fate with things, but maybe it's just serendipity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I think you it's know, 
Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like <laughs> some things are just meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Corey's definitely manifest stuff into happening. I like it. I like yes. this. It's so true. It's so true. But we all can. It's, um, it's you know the self fulfilling prophecy is what I like mm-hmm. to call it. Is like you know if you tell yourself a certain thing, you're going to become that certain thing. Yep. You know. Yeah. So do it with yes. positivity. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. Exactly. It's so true. Yeah. Well, perfect timing then for the closing question. And obviously, like he said, I know we asked you this last time on the original interview that we did with you, but a lot has changed and, you know, you might have something, something else, uh, you know, to say for the answer. So when everything's said and done, when you're done with reality TV and you're done with social media and all of that, what message do you want to leave behind for your fans and for the people that have followed you and supported you through everything? Mm, Wow. I remember this question. I don't remember my answer again. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think, especially after the ayahuasca experience, it, it like heavily influences that this answer. It's really just, and this may be a controversial answer. I think it's just really, number one, understanding that like there is a God within us. We are connected to that higher power. And our time on this planet is super short, but we have the ability to honor and work with so many people around us to come to that place of healing. And I just really hope that people can feel the way I feel, which is like super connected to the universe, super in trust that things are going to work out when they're meant to. And if things don't work out, it's okay. I like hope people aren't so brainwashed by society and like trying to make all this money and trying to get all these fancy cars and nice things. Like that stuff doesn't necessarily feel and fuel and feed your soul. So like to turn inward, to really connect with what it means to be alive, to just like look at everything around you and like complete wonder and just look at yourself that exact same way. It's a fucking honor to be here. You don't know how long you're going to be here for. And while you're here, make the most of it. And don't forget to connect with whatever allowed you to be here because it's big and it's beautiful and it's way bigger than us. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, look, (laughs) I I do believe that because even if you look at it from like a scientific perspective, perspective like we're all made of energy yeah yeah we're all connected to everything yeah and so no i think that's beautiful and it's perfect tori i think it's a perfect way to end this interview um and i want to thank you so much for making the time to come on with us we have loved watching this journey um since dirty 30 I know Karina's gone back and watched AYTO. I'll probably try to do the same, but if I'm not making any promises, promises. Don't look at me. <laughs> I did love the one of you of making Devin chase you and him eating shit. That was pretty good. Oh, that was great. so good. That yeah, was that really was good. Golden. Yeah, I really got him, didn't I? <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but it was really good. I really got him. I want to thank you so much for taking yeah. the time to sit with us. And, yeah. And talk about your life for the last like 18 months yeah oh guys well first of all thank all of you you guys always create a space that makes me feel comfortable to open up and i really appreciate everything that you do and how you speak about all of the challengers for the most part like you have such an and i've never actually heard you speak bad about anybody but you have such a there's one or two but (laughs) But nobody's perfect to the edit not to the people exactly yes. and yes. i and i think that like in this like world of social media like i've seen the comments in our in our facebook group before where people will say things like you know in other facebook groups it's like fighting and then in tori's facebook group it's like hair braiding so yes. you yeah. guys have helped me to cultivate this space that's just beautiful and to help me connect with people in the way i truly want to connect with people you help to like 
make that barrier around me and work with me and you see me and I cannot thank you enough for that. Like it really means a lot to me. I'm so thankful to be here with you guys. And it's been awesome talking to you. And I love your podcast and <laughs> keep crushing it. And I hope you get bananas on it. Right. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Tori, thank you so much. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful night. Wonderful, wonderful year. Everything. Thank you. Um, we're going to be rooting for you thank on you. global world conglomerate, whatever it's called. I'm, I'm joking. We're going to be rooting for your <laughs> world championship. <laughs> um, awesome. And for everything that comes after as well. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Forever you. a fan. And thank you for thank allowing you. us to to take this time and work yeah. with you directly on, like you said, the group. Um, if you guys haven't go check out Tori dealing with wherever you find podcasts, mm-hmm. of course, you probably don't need reminded because if you're listening to us, you probably already listen to Tori on the official challenge <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're one of those weirdos that haven't, we love you, but still go check it out because mm-hmm. <laughs> she does an amazing job with Anissa and sometimes with Devin and, and uh, Devon as well. Mm-hmm. Also girl, Devin. Girl Devin, yeah, D E V Y N, um, <laughs> Devin with a Y. Um, but also, if you have kids, if you don't have kids, if you love a good book, go check out Bumble Pee and Koala Pear, The Search for Syrup. It is yes. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And then make sure you're following Tori on social media. She's on Instagram. We'll link it all below. And yes. if you want the opportunity to join the Facebook group we've been mentioning, um, yeah. We'll have that link below. Yes. Tori does come in. It is Tori. She's it's right me. here with us right now. Here I am, it's me. People were very convinced that we created a fake page with your name. I know. Oh, oh, how many God. videos did I have to do? Like, guys, it's really me. It's, it's guys, me. I swear it's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's deep fake technology. Right? <laughs> I posted your story. Someone's like, that's not her. I was like, it says it. Like, it's all her Instagram shit. What yeah. do you want me to do here? <laughs> yeah. Don't believe it then. So. But yeah. With that being said, thank you so much for joining us. It's always an absolute pleasure. Yeah. And you know you have an open invitation whenever your schedule allows. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I love you all. Thank you, and yeah, I look forward to connecting with you guys in the future. Thank you. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Congratulations again. Yeah. Happy birthday. Congratulations. And, Happy birthday. Uh, yeah. Dirty 30 champ. Like all of it. Let's go. <laughs> this is your year, except for those steagles. Oh. oh God, Josh! Jesus! <laughs> and cut. <laughs> this is your year, except for when you're you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a Falcons fan. It's all it is. It's just bad yeah, feelings yeah. all the time. Bad so, feelings. Hey, at least that was like the greatest Super Bowl in like most recent memories. Yeah, it was great. Definitely. It was it great. Was. Yeah, it, it was, was great. Phenomenal. Yeah. 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 If it's not for fucking the Michael Jordan of football on the other team, the Eagles are the world championship. So it is what it is. I should have worn the fucking Green Goblin outfit. We probably would have fucking worn (laughs) something. Next year, because you know the Eagles are going to be back next year. Yeah, I just got to save that trusty, dusty outfit of mine, don't I? There you go. Keep it right there with that video of you and Devin canoeing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring that. Bring the canoe. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the wig for Devin. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yes. Bring it all. Yes. We have our tricks. I yeah. love it. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. I think my friend's full right now, so I'm going to hop off. But it was an honor talking to you guys. Thank you so thank much you. for a beautiful interview. I appreciate you guys. Thanks. Thank you, Tori. Bye, thank Tori. you. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Dude, why is she so fucking cool? She's the best. Why is she so fucking cool? Like, yeah. I, just what? <laughs>
She got me crying there at the end. She got me crying a couple times, but especially there at the end. What? Yeah, she's yeah. Tori's Tori's awesome and she's extremely yeah. genuine. And look, I don't give a shit what you hear online. Like once you get the opportunity to interact with her, yeah. and this is the second time and it's consistent to the first time I interacted with her. Tori is an extremely genuine and real person. I mean, yes. like, who else yeah. is going to sit there and let someone interview her and talk about her pertaining to poop grapes? Yeah. You well, and I mean? just just her her openness with us about like her trip Everything. to ayahuasca. She didn't yeah. have to, or her trip to to the Amazon and, and doing ayahuasca. She didn't have to share that with yeah. us. She hasn't really shared much direct information about that on her Instagram. She's shared very little. Like, it's just it. It's not something she's openly widely sharing everywhere kind of thing and so for her to come on and be so open about her experience and the stories you know and just wow i just i freaking love that woman. look and you were so nervous i told you not to be it was gonna work out great i'm like a ghost and i'm fucking lighting is so weird i don't we gotta figure it. this out hey it's the first time it's terrible we'll get it i'm sorry but... guys if you happen to be watching this it's if you're watching this, you're in the future, and we don't care about your thoughts now. <laughs> Hello, quaint people of the future. <laughs> you know, so. Anyway. No, but getting back to Tori, um, I just love it. She's so genuine, so open. Her, her vulnerability to talk about her mental health, not only yes. with us, but to do it on national television, like I said, to affect so many people in a positive manner, like, you know, our, our co-host, Tony and Josh. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. And. That's, I think, the really the great thing that lives beyond television, which is because of her reach of being on TV, she can positively influence people. And that's such an undervalued thing that people don't talk about. Absolutely. It's something I really love. And I was so happy to spend this last 90 minutes with my family and to talk to Tori about everything we love about the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it was awesome. It, It. I, I liked how we were able to seamlessly connect it to the previous interview of just like right where and just kind of pick up right where we left off with her. And I think that that's one of the things that I I really love about Tori. And I'm sure it's because like we all just vibe so well together. But it's like, you know, I can go weeks without talking to Tori or, you know, we've gone over a year without physically sitting in front of her and talking like this. But it was like just like old times, just boom, picked it right up. It felt comfortable, absolutely incredible person, such an awesome person to like spend time with and talk to the way she looks at life, especially when you think about her, her, the way she's answering things now compared to the way she was answering things when we first originally interviewed her completely not I don't want to say completely different, but it's it's just her her the way she views things has changed and you can see it in her answers and you can see it in the way that. She talks about her win and her experiences and stuff like that. And, um, you know, opening up about Ibiza and how much she was struggling in Ibiza right after 37. And, you know, just all of that. It's just it's, she's she's such an awesome person. I, I, I absolutely adore this woman. And I know, like, you know, like she was saying at the end about kind of like trying to cultivate that that space right for for her to feel safe. And, you know, in my opinion, it's like it's for, for her fans, too, because a yeah. lot of. A lot of Tories fans take a lot of a lot, a lot of hate and stuff out there, um, you know, by people who don't like Tory. And, you know, so it's so nice to have that safe space where we're able to be with Tory and then also be with other Tory fans that have experienced that. And, yeah. you know, feel like we can we can love and admire what she's gone through and her growth and her journey 
without having to deal with all the BS. So, yeah, it's just absolutely incredible. I'm so glad that we got to talk to her. I know that at the beginning I was like, oh, I wish we would have waited and we could have done it for Worlds. I'm nah, glad we did it now. Nah. I'm glad we did it right now. This was it was perfect timing. It was the perfect time to talk to her. And yeah, I just I had so much fun. And we had her for extra, too. How do we always do this? How does this always end up? Like, this always happens for us. Every They're like, I got like I can give like an hour, hour and a half. And then it turns no. into like two, three hours. She like, said 45, She said 45 60. minutes, 60 max. Yeah. And then gave us almost an additional like hour. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Eat my ass, everybody else. Two hours with Tori Doodle. What do you think about that? Eat I'm my kidding. Ass. You're I'm kidding. Such a dick. <laughs> Don't edit that out. I'm, I'm not kidding. Edit I love it you out. all. I love you all, but there you go. I just love how it always works out that way. Somebody will be come on and be like, all right, well, we only have like an hour or 45 minutes, or I got to do this. And then that's like three hours later, we're still here. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I got to go. <laughs> even uh, even Jordan, what was it? He was like late to yep. pick somebody up at the gym because he just got caught yeah. up talking to us. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, shit, I was supposed to pick my buddy. I was like, oh, God, OK, we love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, like, I, Just I don't know. I love it. But I like that people can come on here and feel comfortable. You know, Absolutely. that was that was why yeah. we created this was so that what, what was it that you said it the other day? What was the what was the line? Challengers unplugged beyond the edit. Where your favorite challengers come to tell the story that you don't see on television. No, no, you said where, <laughs> no. where no, I sold story. that though. I sold that. No, you did. because your original one was better. You said where your favorite challengers come to tell their story, and yeah. that's what this is about. Yeah. At it the really end of the is. Day. I mean, it, 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 this is what we wanted unplugged to be: is a place for people to come. For these challengers, these reality stars, I don't want to just say challengers because obviously we talk to survivors, we talk to big brother players and such, not as often, but we do, you know, but a place for these people to come and and tell their story the way that they want it remembered, the way that they see it, you know, because we only again, we only get so much from the edits, we only get so much from social media. And so, you know, I, I just I'm. I'm over the moon right now. I'm absolutely in love with this episode and I haven't even edited it yet. Edi- edited it yet. Wow, that was... <laughs> oh, shout, out to, shout out to Ricky for saying conglomerate right twice. What up? Conglomerate. <laughs> I got it through it. Fuck you y'all. You did. <laughs> I only have one mess up on the intro too. What and I up? can cut yeah. it and make you sound perfect. What? Mm-hmm. That's all I got right now. Like, <laughs> I, like, I honestly, like, it doesn't happen often and I know why I always say like oh it's one of my favorite interviews and, and it's because I in the moment I truly believe they're my all my favorite interviews because I had such a good time with each person individually yeah yeah, yeah. but with that being said like this was one of those interviews and it doesn't happen often anymore at least it did probably in the beginning but where it felt like I wasn't really here it was like surreal like I was almost like in third person See, watching this one, it this one was different for me because and maybe it's just because of the connection that I've built with Tori over the past like year and a half since we interviewed her last but I literally just like I felt like I was just sitting here just like talking to one of my girlfriends just like catching up on stuff it didn't really feel like I was interviewing anybody except for like one or two of the questions that I had to ask for the fans and I I didn't pre-word them in my head so then I was like trying to do it as I was talking and I anyway aside from those (laughs) it just it felt like I was just like hanging out just like like I do with you guys on Friday nights that's what this recording felt like 
for me today. So yes. I, I really love that. Yeah. And speaking of, we're going to be doing that here in a little bit, which I'm stoked I know, about because I'm, I'm on a natural high already. I get to see you guys yep. again in like four and a half hours. What? Yeah, it's going to be fire. Fire emoji. Well, Josh. I'm going to see these two in four and a half hours. I don't know about I just, Josh, no, but I'm, I, I'm going to be there. I just I still haven't seen the he second hasn't seen episode, the, the but I know enough. Episode, yeah. Just fucking enough. power Legit. through it, dude. You got like three and a half hours. I'm going to just tell you right now, there's no elimination. So really, all you really yeah, need yeah. to like know is like this, this, the daily. Yeah, yeah. Like, the daily and the pairings. It's literally 40 minutes. You'll smoke yeah. it, bro. Yeah. While you're smoking. Well, and the pairings, like we were, the pairings are paired yeah. in the first episode. So as long as you saw the first one, are they, aren't they? Oh no, it is the no, second one. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I it's thought it was at the end of the first. It's the beginning <laughs> no, of the second. Yeah. And we'll name off the pairs. So, you know, yeah, no, no big we'll deal. We'll just but... do it in chat. And no big deal. Like, yeah. if I don't get to watch it beforehand, it's still going to be good because, you know, yeah. I'm just there for extra entertainment anyway. <laughs> Are you trying to call yourself like, never mind. Um, anyway. Was... Did you... Did you see what I made Tori do? I thought she was really going to hang up. I almost felt mm-hmm. really bad there for a minute. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it on your again. face. I knew she was just fucking with you, but I saw I it on your face. I, I was like, it's Kendall all over again. She's going to tell me to show up and not talk anymore. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like that might get clipped for part of the promo. <laughs> Dude, it, that's going to be the promo for this oh, episode. Thank yeah. you. Finally, I've made it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just going to be you and Tori. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's going to be awesome. Me, that or me talking to her about poop and grapes. Poop and grapes. Oh, yeah. Dude. We're going to do both. I at least want the copy of the other one. <laughs> that was awesome. If you guys haven't seen that video, I'm pretty sure it's on Tori's I'm going Instagram. To it and I will link it. I will put the direct link to nice. that video so that you don't even have to search her page. That's how fucking funny this video is and yeah. how much I love it. I will personally go find the video on Tori's Instagram and get and put the direct link down in the description. So if you guys have not seen Tori pooping grapes in her bikini, Go fucking check that shit. <laughs> it is fabulous. It's like 15 seconds. It's just a little IG reel. It's nothing crazy. It's not going to take you I'm time. I'm such a child. Go enjoy it. <laughs> Guys, oh. we've just done two hours on this. It was fucking fire. I don't want to keep anybody else on here no. too much longer because I know Tony's needs dinner before we go do fucking round table because this is going to be fire emoji. Yes. I still got like multiple hours to just kick around until I, I gotta go on. pick up Harper from school. Yeah, I gotta go drop kids off and shit, so we're, we're wrapping this one up tight. Mm-hmm. I know my ex-husband's trying to get a hold of me because we were supposed to drop my, my oldest son off by like 3.15, 3.30, and he's like, hey, I can come get him if you want. I'm like, just just chill. Just chill. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, so, um, but you know what? For everyone here at the Challenge Fandom Podcast, I'm sorry I did an intro earlier. I gave Tony an intro because Tori's the only one she that he didn't, or she didn't know from last time. But right. That was long-winded, but here we are. So, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony, Stats, and Info, Lance, and Josh, motherfucking Chambers. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us bullshit with Tori for the last fucking two hours. And also make sure you keep a lookout on what we have coming up because it's fire. Yo. It's fire. It's Yo, fire. You guys are not going to like this is going to be one of those things where I'm not even going to tell you guys who we're interviewing and who's coming out because you guys will not believe it. 
until it is literally like you can hit play and hear the voice in your headphones or whatever. Like it's that's how big our fucking lineup is coming. Like you guys thought that 2022 was crazy. Stay tuned. Guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in. Like I said, we have everything linked below about Tori. If you get a chance, you want to join the group, it's linked below. You want to follow something that you're not already following, it's linked below. Make sure, though, before you go and do that, go leave us five stars on fucking Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Only five, though. Only five. Five, not less, not more. No, they can do more. Five. No, they can't do more. They can't do more. I'm an F. Physically, legally, five stars legit. And then in your rating, give us an extra half star. <laughs> five and three and three quarter review. stars. Oh my God. <laughs> Too, anyway. much. Too much. Too much. Anyways, five stars. We appreciate it very much. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in. We know there's a ton of different podcasts out there and you choosing to listen to us really does mean the world to us. With that being said, the world championships. Global conglomerate, SSC, LLC, Tony. Fucking watch out. I got nothing else. Bye. Later. See ya. Bye.